5: Wow!
3: You just
0: won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
3: Yo, I read the craziest thing online the other day. Uh, I uh, cannot believe this is happening. This one woman shared this story that her parents still don't want her sharing a bed with her significant other when they go over to visit, even though they're both adults and are married and have children together. <laughs> they have children together? Yes. So she's 24 years old. She went to visit her folks. And her folks were acting like super weird during the visit. So this woman goes to her mom, pulls her mom aside, and being like, yo, what's up? Why are you guys acting so awkward? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She says this, quote, my mom quietly told me that my husband should sleep on the couch in the living room. I was a bit shocked because why? Apparently, my dad doesn't <laughs> feel comfortable. I called her and my dad weird and told my husband to ignore them. Yeah. So later in the evening, this woman and her husband are getting ready for bed. Yeah. In the bedroom. Okay. The mother barges into the room while they're both getting changed, right? And says that the husband has to sleep on the couch in the living room because the girl's father, quote, doesn't feel comfortable with them sharing a bed under the roof, their roof. This woman goes on in her story to say, my husband was freaking terrified at this point because he was in the middle of changing. So he leaves for the couch and my mom says she's sorry, but she's not in the mood to deal with my dad's complaining all night. Wow. So in the middle of the night, this woman gets up to get a glass of water, sees her husband's on the couch. Yeah. And he's not sleeping because he's like, yo, this couch is like mad uncomfortable. Right. So they talk. They end up falling asleep together on the couch. Right. 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 She says, "I woke up later to my mom freaking out. She was whisper yelling, so she didn't wake up my dad and asked that we're codependent on it, and asked if we're so codependent on each other that we can't spend one night alone. I tried explaining that it was a mistake, but she kept calling me disrespectful and said that I was selfish. I was upset, wow. uh, but then my son called for me, so we ended our conversation.
6: Okay, yeah,
3: a similar
7: situation. Uh, Deepa, you go first because you look like you have a lot to say."
2: Oh, I, I am not in a far off boat from this woman. So when the and I got engaged, we ended up buying a house together. And this was before, like, like eight months before we we're getting married. And I was not allowed to be in the house alone with my fiance, like our house. Somebody always need, needed to be present with us. What? So for the first. Yeah. Like, I'm engaged to this guy. I'm going to get married to him. And. You're signing mortgage papers. Mortgage. We're already paying the mortgage at this point, (laughs) right? Um, Yeah. So, again. So, who would have to come over and
3: babysit you? Like your mom and dad? (laughs) Or (laughs) his parents?
2: So... No, the first couple of weeks, his sister would come and hang out and I love her and we wanted her to be around. Right. And um, again, I don't know if this is like a brown girl problem. Like you can't be alone with your significant other. But one day she was like, hey, because she would spend the night with us sometimes and we'd all just hang out. Right? No. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Overnight yeah. babysitter. But, yeah. But I was OK with it. It was like, yeah, we're hanging out and I love her. So we were having fun. Right. And I didn't think anything of it. Wait, But during that um, time,
3: were you and the like sleeping in the same bed or you weren't allowed to do that?
2: no we were all sleeping in our living room on mattresses because we didn't have any furniture yet right so God, I was like, no Sleepover,
3: no, it gets worse oh,
7: oh. it gets,
2: it gets, worse.
7: Okay, worse, than it gets worse. worse than that go on what's worse than that okay go on
2: okay so one day she was like hey i'm actually gonna go spend the night by uh, my friend and i'm like cool cool but my problem is i'm overly honest right like my parents are not around but i decide to text my mother to be honest and i'm like hey mom just letting you know like she's going away tonight so it's just me and thalal and i see the two check marks turn blue on whatsapp and no response and i'm like what did i just do uh-huh. and i'm panicking and then my mom calls me half an hour later yeah and she's like your father had the cell phone and he read that message and we need to talk to you and i was like oh my god the one person I didn't want to see this was my dad. Why was your dad going so, through your mom's phone? No, they share a cell phone. They, they share a cell phone oh since so we had it at the time.
3: Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I know. So, Listen, I know brown parents are cheap, but like, <laughs>
2: they
3: just don't
2: really use it all that much. So I get a phone call. And i see it's coming from home and i am scared poopless at that point and i pick up and my mom is like you need to come home right now oh and i was like God. what do you mean and i was like mom this is like my house and she's like i understand but your father is not comfortable with you spending the night with the law." and i was like but 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 like i'm marrying this guy and we're paying a mortgage how much more commitment do we need and i was like you tell dad i said no and then i hung up and
7: and then what happened if you're just joining us by the way we were talking about a story of uh, a woman whose parents were of that kind where she's married Her and her husband go to her parents' place. They're married with children, and the dad won't let them sleep in the same bed together, although they're married with children. And Deepa, when she got engaged to her fiancé and they bought a house, even when she was engaged (laughs) and paying a mortgage, was not allowed to be alone in the house with the Mm fiancé. So what if you go to, have you you guys ever slept uh, at your parents' place, Deepa?
2: Yeah, after we were married, but before that, we never but, had sleepovers. No,
3: no, no. but in the same bed, in the same you guys bed. Sleep in the same bed?
2: No, no, yeah, yeah, because we're married, oh. so that's oh, cool. Okay, but, but it before, wasn't cool. But, like, but not,
7: not when you, not when he was your fiance, though.
2: No, no. Marriage Wait, first, what about your brothers? Your older brothers?
3: Are they like when? Because they're not living at home, right? When they're no, with their
2: girlfriends, girlfriends and stuff, living with right? Girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. cool.
6: <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> man!
2: Uh, I'm the little princess. I'm the little princess. <laughs> but the little. A good news is, good but, news is yeah. after I put my foot down and I was like, Daddy, no, this is my house. Yeah. We're paying bills together. Yeah. Um, I got another phone call maybe like an hour and a half later, and he was like, Okay, you can stay. And I was like, Really? <laughs>
7: I know that you. I know that you take that as a win, okay? But the idea that your win is your father calling you, going, "Okay, I'll allow it for you to spend the night in a house you own with your fiance." Okay, that's not a win. That
3: is
6: your
7: house, girl. That is your
3: house. Oh, (laughs) jeez.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Boy, oh boy, are people reaching out to us, Roz?
3: So it
7: goes like this uh, Mocha was just reading a story about a woman who was married with kids, husband, children, everything. But they went to her parents' place for the weekend, and the dad was like, Hey, listen, I know you're married and you have children, but uh, your husband and you ain't sleeping in the same room. He's got to sleep on the couch. And then Deepa tells this tale of when <laughs> she got engaged to her husband, now husband, Thalal, that they were engaged and paying a mortgage. They owned a house together and needed to be chaperoned if she was there alone. (laughs) Like, wasn't allowed to be alone with her fiancé in a house they owned together. Mm -hmm. And then finally, the dad was like, okay, I will allow it.
3: (laughs) I feel you on the whole uh, no sleepover with the fiancé. Another person said, I'm in the car with my mother. And she said, that's how it's going to be with you. Please send help. Oh, no. my, my, my favorite part of Deepa's story
7: is when she was like, and then he texted my mom to be like, listen, I hope it's okay. And then her dad got the message because her mom and dad share a phone. <laughs>
6: <laughs> they're cute, okay?
3: They're adorable. An- another I'm not person saying they're said, not. OMG, I had a similar situation as Deepa's with my now in-laws. Um, another person said, yo, that's straight up a brown girl problem. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Another person wrote and said, uh, my mother-in-law did not let us share a bed for so long, and we lived together for six months oh before God. she allowed it.
6: Whoa! Go
7: ahead.
8: Uh, I'm commenting about Deepa's story. Yeah. So for the longest time, my
9: parents shared a cell phone as well. Um, my mom never used it, so she basically just piggybacked off my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, we had the same thing with engaged couples, too. So for whenever they would come over to our house, uh, my
10: brother-in-law basically had to sleep over in my room with me and my cousin had to sleep over with my sister. Uh, And (laughs) that happened for the longest time.
7: And they were together for about 10 years uh, before that. Dude, yeah. it's so wild! It's so wild! I, thanks for the call, man. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say, I'll say this right when it comes to this kind of thing, and and maybe I'm just a different kind of dad. But when you want your kids to experience all the best things in life, right? You want your kid to, you know, have great friends. You want your kid to, you know, eat great food, go to great places stand up for themselves you want your kid to be tough and smart but kind but if you if you're a dad and you want all that stuff for your kid especially your daughter you want them to experience the best things in life you have to also say to yourself and come to terms with with all of that with living a wonderful life i also want my kid to have great sex Mm -hmm. right of course i want that for my kid and and i know that that seems weird to say Right, and it's probably embarrassing for a lot of dads and a lot of kids, but that's part of life. And I only wish that. I only wish that. Right, like, but it's just so difficult for people to say. Right, it's difficult to admit that your daughter is a sexual person, let alone saying,
3: "I hope it's great." So Yo, you know, Deepa's dad's never listening to the show again, <laughs> right? <laughs> the
0: Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
3: I have yeah. another uh, slow mo moment from our podcast that was submitted to us. Oh no. By Lena. De Clemente. Thank you, Lena. Irish? Become, uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm kidding. Native. <laughs> like, direct, like in Ireland right now. Um, ever since we talked about how someone had accidentally discovered that listening to the podcast at half speed, our conversations sound like uh, you and I are drunk. Yes, right? Yes. Or anybody in the room that's having yes. the conversation is drunk. So, since then, it kind of blew up. And, like, people are now purposely going through podcast episodes. And finding certain conversations and sending them to us at half speed Mm -hmm. for us to share with everybody. And that's exactly what Lena did. And Lena went all the way back to episode one. One. Of the Mocha Show podcast. One. From 2017. So this is a conversation that we were having about the iPhone. And when they got rid of the (laughs) headphone jack... And people freaked out because they were like, well, if I still have headphones that need to be plugged in, how am right. I going to do that? So Apple's solution was, well, yo, we can hook you up with a dongle. Right. The dongle. So we started having the dongle conversation. Okay. And this is what Lena found hysterical okay. and sent it into us at half speed from episode one of the Raza Mocha Show podcast.
7: The, I, w- I will say this, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, This dongle is considerably bigger than the standard dongle uh, that you would get with your phone. How big do you need the
6: dongle to
3: be?
7: I'd like a huge, I would like it to be a huge dongle (laughs) so I don't lose it. I put it in my pa- I put it in my pants pocket. Catherine, run it, run it through the washing machine, and I fold my jeans. I don't know where it is anymore.
6: Oh no! So I had to,
7: yeah, I had to go get a different dongle. So and so double ended? No, I had to get the double ended dongle now. But I would like a huge <laughs> dongle, like a substantial substantially sized dongle, it had a little bit of weight to it, so I, so I knew when Did I. sell I, them in
3: like different colors.
7: No, I think they're all just white. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so,
3: if you find a moment from the Razamoga Show podcast. Oh, available um, wherever you get your oh, podcast from, by the way. Uh, listen to it at half speed and you find it hilarious and you want us to share it with everybody else. Please submit it to it. Just DM it to us. Give us a screen grab it or screen record it or just give us a timestamp. But uh, thank you to Lena Di Clemente for submitting that one.
7: And, uh, and, and yeah, and, and that was five years ago. And you can imagine my disappointment that over the years dongles just got smaller.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha show podcast. Podcast.
7: Uh, The Tinder swindler. We, uh, uh, we'll get to it in a second. Um, it, Maury back on January 16th was talking to him through DM on Insta and uh, his thoughts on the, movie before it was released and before that account disappeared um but the tinder swindler story of this guy named simon who on tinder would run this ponzi scheme where he would match with a woman and everything would be great and he was rich and he had yachts and hot cars and expensive hotels and private jets clothes and, on clothes on, clothes and, on clothes thank designer. You. and he would sort of uh like Give them a taste of this life. And then something would go wrong because he had enemies. You don't understand my enemies, (laughs) my enemies. And then uh, he would need—they're
3: always watching. Yeah,
7: he would need money from them. I can't use my cards. I need money, so they would send him money. But he would use that money on another woman to sort of praise and uh, not praise, but sort of give her that lavish life. Yeah. And then he would get money from that woman to use on another woman. That's how the Ponzi scheme works. Uh, so, what do you have there? The trailer, just in case you haven't watched uh, the the Tinder the Tinder Swindler. Here's a little tiny bit of the, their sort of explanation.
1: You can find a bit of everything on Tinder, but one little swipe. Can change your life.
11: I only miss you when, it rains.
1: when I first talked with Simon, immediately we had a bond.
6: And when I to
1: the he was smart and funny and very impulsive. I shared my whole heart with him. And then he asked me if I wanted to travel with him I'm on a private jet. I was like, He took me to a five star hotel. He said we had a special connection. It felt like stepping into a movie. And then, in the middle of the night, he said there was something he wants to tell me. He said he has threats against him. He needs our cash. $20,000, $30,000 (laughs) $140,000 Oh. Twenty thousand dollars, 30000 dollars. His life depended on me. That's so, police so, me.
7: again, watching this was—it's very difficult to not victim blame when you're watching this. <laughs> like, and like, those like, were no voices joke. of
3: multiple women. It's not multiple like it didn't women. happen to just one no, person.
7: No. So here is uh, another clip of the show with one of the women who was involved uh, with the Tinder swindler, sort of explaining uh, when we start getting into the messages of his enemies.
3: Uh, real quick, uh, let me read this text. Rosa mocha fan Vanessa. Vanessa said Tinder swindler. Totally agree. I was victim blaming throughout the entire <laughs> yeah, I know. movie. I know. I know.
1: The I next know. morning, Simon sends me a voice note.
12: Because of the situation, the security like, and everything, they told me I'm not allowed to use my credit card.
1: He can't use his cards anymore because the security team has said these enemies are tracing <laughs> his spend and where <laughs> he is enemies. based on his credit card use.
8: I wanted to ask you a favor. If you have an American Express credit card, I can link it to my account.
1: He was just wondering if he could use my cards for some time. It would just help him a lot. The platinum Amex is in my name, and he starts using it as he said he would, but he maxes out quite quickly. So he makes a payment directly to Amex, and I get the receipt from him. And he says that the money's on the way, In the meantime, he wants me to come to Amsterdam and bring some cash to him (laughs) $25,000. Yeah,
3: and it keeps happening and happening and happening. Money, money, money. And this guy is begging.
7: So at the end of it, uh, it was $10 million is what he's being accused of uh, r- r- ripping off women. But the problem is, is that it's not like he stole it. They gave it to him, mm-hmm. right? And that's where, that's, that's, where the, that's where the legal problems come in for everybody. Uh, but he has been banned from, obviously, Tinder. Yeah. But then it came out that he was also banned from uh, Match Group, OkCupid, Hinge, Plenty of Fish, Our Time, Me Dick, Pairs, and Match. No word on Grinder though, How not you?
3: Not pears.
7: What? <laughs> no word on grinder, right? No, 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 no. He's clear to do grinder. He's clear to do grinder, and he was also still on Instagram right up until recently. And Maury found the guy's account, and it wasn't like a big secret or anything like that. This is before the show was released. Okay, and. To sort of verify that it was him, this was an Instagram account that had been active for quite a while, right? Going back dates on dates on dates. Uh, There was 117 pictures on this guy's Instagram. And again, it was an active Instagram account going back a long time.
3: Mm -hmm. Lavish photos.
7: Lavish photos. It was him. So on January 16th at 1.52 a.m., the Tinder swindler writes in insta stories and says ask me a question and then maury replied with are you worried about the tinder swindler show and so this is what he wrote to maury this is the tinder swindler okay absolutely not i was aware of it over two years since they started working on it I was in a negotiation with Netflix about me participating in the movie. Unfortunately, they chose to do the same BS again, so I canceled everything with them. Same uh, nonsense story from lying girls who got over 500K each just to talk lies in front of the camera. And then Maury writes, but it seems like everyone has evidence and proof against you, and you have nothing to prove they're wrong. What avoidance? I imagine he meant evidence. What of what evidence? Story, words, words don't cost money. There is nothing, but there is nothing empty words. He goes on to say,
3: "His grammar is very bad." Very bad,
7: <laughs> my enemies, my enemies. Uh, you really think that the whole world will be interested in a story that allegedly a guy swindled girls for two hundred k? There is people who stole billions, and you don't hear about them. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, nobody's going to be interested in this.
3: we
6: all watched it. (laughs) We all watched it. No, who would be interested (laughs) in this? You know
7: how many people read that article too? You also can say, I swindled you for a million dollars and you gave me cash, no evidence. I sue them. I won the media. Don't want to show it. So he's claiming that he sued them and he won, but the media won't say anything. Uh, And then Maury wrote this. They have all the voice notes you sent to them and more. And he wrote... Anything can be manipulated.
3: Oh, stop it. You <laughs> he said. It.
7: He says, uh, well, the media can't judge courts do and courts say I'm clean. And then Maury wrote, 11 months in jail is still 11 months in jail. Your family must be proud, LOL. Oh, you're trolling this guy more. Wow. And you say, uh, I'm shocked your current girlfriend doesn't care. And then he says, about what? A stupid thing I did when I was a kid and I paid for it? No, she doesn't. No one gives an F. Everyone with a brain on their head knows it's one big BS. First of all, I love that term. and I'm going to start using it now. In your head right now, mm-hmm. don't use BS. Say the actual word right? Mm -hmm. And now refer to something as one big BS.
6: (laughs) One (laughs) big BS. Right? (laughs) You know what I mean? I may start using that. I may start using that.
7: So he says, everyone with a brain on their head knows it's one big BS. That very far from reality. And uh, he ends it by saying, uh, in fact, all of this nonsense happened in 2018. How I live now, four years from 200K that they claim I took, I spent it on a weekend. All the best. That's, that's the Tinder swindler. And then, uh, And that was the end of the conversation. Wow. But, uh, but my favorite part of all of this, the, these were um, direct messages with the Tinder, Tinder swindler, by the way, if you're just joining us, is that uh, he had thought going into this
3: that who's going to be interested in a story <laughs> like this? He probably told his girlfriend, like, <laughs> Bro, listen, whatever. there might be this thing that's coming <laughs> up. <laughs> I know we cozy up on the couch every weekend and, like, swipe through to see what's hot. Like,
6: uh, you may see
3: the cover, you may see the artwork, Please. but not it's, me. It's nothing. Not, it's
7: one big BS. We don't <laughs>
3: have to worry.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
7: Let's get to uh, Kevin Hart on Ellen. Um, I watched Kevin Hart. I went and rewatched his uh, episode of Hot Ones that he did. Mm-hmm. First of all, I can't believe that that show is a show. What a genius idea. Um, And Kevin Hart on Hot Ones is just hysterical. Yeah. He, oh, my God. He loses his mind. Of course like, he would. Everything starts shutting down, right? Like <laughs> Everything. Everything. <laughs> uh, he starts stripping. Oh like, he gets no, so hot. He's like, he's, like, taking his coat at one point. At one point, he can't breathe, and it's like his coat is on, but only one arm is, and, like, the rest <laughs> of it's, like, hanging off behind him. It's awesome. <laughs> if you get a chance, go watch Kev Hart on, uh, on Hot Ones. But uh, he's on Ellen today, and uh, uh, a couple of things he, uh, he gets into. One is uh, his views on... What the protocols are when you, out of the blue, FaceTime someone.
4: Is that FaceTiming without warning? FaceTiming warn- without warning. Um, oh, Am I getting to FaceTime or am I FaceTiming some people?
5: You, oh, It's okay for you to FaceTime, but not okay for someone? Well, it's
4: different, right? Because if you're FaceTiming me without warning, uh, I'm never not going to pick up. So what you see is what you see. Um, oh, no. I'm not, I don't care, right? At the end of the day, I'm comfortable. So... Uh, there's been times when, you know, when I've been loose. I've been loose, um, and, uh, you know, I got mirrors in my bathroom, and I've had people, you know, because you because you FaceTiming. So I've had people go, come on, Kev, come on, man. Like, you you out here crazy right now. And I say, hey, at the end of the day, this, I'm, I'm in my space. You wanted to see me. Don't, don't, don't act like I did that to you, right? So. You, you know what I mean when I say loose, right? I think I do. Okay. Just making sure we I, got clear. I, I think I'm I do. Talking about, I'm talking about my pain being out. <laughs> right. Just making sure you're clear. Yep. All right. Got it. <laughs> got it.
6: Okay.
3: Uh,
7: uh, oh. then we get into Kevin. I mean, he's
3: not, he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong right? But at also, all. like, I understand mm-hmm. being polite and being courteous to the people who are FaceTiming you. But, listen, you could hit deny. Like, you can in that moment yeah. and maybe hit them with a message being like, let me FaceTime me back in five minutes.
7: Yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah you can, but I get his point too, though. It's invasive, so you get what you get. <laughs> uh, Kevin Hart also uh, never been, I don't know if this is news to anybody um, if you're just discovering this today, uh, that Kevin Hart never been voted People Magazine Sexiest Man Alive.
4: Um, I, the first thing that comes to my mind is snubbed. <laughs> I've been snubbed. <laughs> I've been snubbed year after year. At the year, after the year, I've been snubbed, right? Yeah. And you know, look, I don't have nothing against the guys that they're choosing, but come on, like yeah. seriously, man. Yeah. Come on, like yeah. at some point in time, Enough. Enough. let's let's really make a real choice.
6: Yes. Right? Let's make a real choice.
4: <laughs> yes. I'm out here doing everything that I can yep. to show that I'm more than deserve it. Yeah. I'm more than deserve it, and yep. I, they're not even mentioning me in the top three, which is ridiculous. It's, it's right. It's like who's judging this thing? Yeah. And and at some point. I don't want to do it. I'm going to play the race card at some point. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yes. But I'm getting
3: frustrated. Yeah. Yo, I- and here's the thing, though, because I'm a huge Kevin Hart fan, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, he does take his fitness very, very serious. Well,
7: and he's got that new movie coming out with Mark Wahlberg. And we all know about his friendship and relationship with uh, with The Rock.
6: Oh, So, so best friends.
7: Wahlberg, huge gym head, right? Yeah. Up at, like, I don't even know what time. Uh, we know The Rock builds a giant gym wherever in the world he goes. And Kev- Kevin, we know, works out. So it only makes sense that they would would work out together, right?
1: Um, hey, Mark uh,
5: Wahlberg, who is a buddy of both of ours. Mm-hmm. I, I love Mark. Um, y'all work together uh, on a film. Me time. You must, you must have worked out together because the two of you e- e- independently work out. But together, yes. y'all must have been.
4: Mark, in- what i found is that when I get to work with people that are really dedicated to the gym, we don't work out. We don't even want to. We don't. I don't want to be in your space. I don't need you. In mind. Like I, I love that you go at it, but we're on two different wavelengths of time and schedule. So although Mark's early riser though, Mark's a 4 a.m., 445 yeah, no. guy. I'm a 430, 445 guy. But we never mention it. And and then like you'll throw the occasional, like, hey, Kev, maybe we should work out. And I'm very honest. No, I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> Mark like, we gotta get one in. I was like, no, we don't. I think our relationship is great. And I don't want you to go in there and we try to impress each other and hurt ourselves. That's how it happens. Oh. He's lifting a certain weight, then I try to do the same thing. Next thing you know, I throw my back out. I don't need to be around that. I like to be by myself and with my one trainer that I can yell back at from time to time, Ellen. Okay. That's enough for me. Okay. I don't need to see that.
13: Okay. Okay? I get it.
4: That's why I don't work out with Dwayne either. I don't want to go in there and lift all that mess, all that stupid <laughs> stuff that he got in here. No. Who wants to do all that stuff? No. Listen to how good today day is. Today the, the day. We gotta go. We gotta challenge ourselves. No, we don't do what you do, do and I'll do what I do. That's what I like to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He is so funny. Oh, my God. So that is uh, Kevin Hart. He's going to
3: be
0: on Ellen today. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
7: So I guess The Bachelor was in Toronto last night. That's how they we, say it. We say it like that. Because that's how they say it. Toronto. Right?
3: That's what I'm Yeah,
7: it was the first time they've ever done the show up here where they've come up here for like a big date and not like a hometown or anything like that, right? Like they yeah. they did like the full the full deal up here. Who
3: watched it? You guys watched it? I don't Absolutely.
7: watch it. Absolutely. Did, did everybody watch the batch last time? It wa- was
14: frustrating to watch them come to Toronto. Why? Why? Well, for a few things. One, they do the whole playing hockey. We're yeah. going to have beaver tails. <laughs> And then the other <laughs> thing that my husband Yo, pointed man, out was they get in the car, and they made the drive from Toronto to Niagara Falls look like it only took five minutes, when it's like an hour and well, a half. it's a show, man. What do you want them to do? You real time? You want them time? to document the whole thing? Because Matthew was like, oh, now people are going to think it's a short drive.
3: They're going to cross over, like, show them crossing over two bridges. You know, you know what this
14: is like? <laughs> this is like when you
7: watch something in a movie, right? Where in the movie, there's something completely innocuous, and it means nothing to the plot, and it has nothing to do with anything, but you Watch that movie with somebody who just happens to know a lot about that one thing. So you're sitting there trying to enjoy a movie, right? And the guy is like putting together an engine and he's crying because his girl just dumped him and it's a montage and everything else, right? And then the person beside you leans in and goes, So fake. Those bearings don't work that way. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I'm like, That's not the story, man. (laughs) Right? It's not the story. It doesn't anyway. take that quick. Yeah. <laughs> How
3: come they didn't show when they drove past the Ford plant in no Oakville? Exactly.
7: Obviously, this guy's never held a blowtorch before.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right? Like,
0: shut up. <sighs>
3: <laughs> How nobody questioned when they drove past Fruitland Drive? Oh, you get that stuff <laughs> Fruitland all Fruitland Drive. I, the I know that drive. Why is that exit so weird? <laughs> yeah.
7: So just stop. Stop being the expert on things. Okay? <laughs> uh, so here's a little montage of uh, uh, Clayton and the gang meeting up in uh, Toronto. We are in Toronto, Canada. <laughs> I have never been to Toronto, and it is such a
13: beautiful city. It's so scenic. You see the water, the lake. It's breathtaking. The air just feels a little crisper here. This is a great place to fall
7: in love. Oh, Toronto! Oh my God! Look at that!
2: Toronto is.
9: Absolutely beautiful. Look at the fall foliage. Yo, she she (laughs) said it. Foliage.
3: (laughs) Look at the fall foliage. (laughs) She obviously said it right. Yeah, she did.
7: But you know, the rest of the words, I don't know. Uh, but uh, so, what happens in the episode is they hook up with Russell Peters, mm-hmm. right? And then I guess Russell Peters—did they know who he was, or did they? No, were they it were was unsure. very obvious so they had awkward. no idea. Was it? They thought no. it was
14: just some guy coming to say hi at first, so they're all like crowded around, and they're just like, um, "Hi!" Oh, they
3: don't I know Brampton yeah. legend
14: <laughs> Russell Peters.
7: Man, that ain't cool. Uh, so here is uh, them meeting Russell Peters, where they find out uh, what the uh, sort of event is going to be.
10: It's good to be here. With you guys it's season five and now you're the host yeah and here we are in season 26 where as you can see the contestants have gotten somewhat uglier yet the same oh <laughs> wow damn oh, no, the good do. news is you didn't find love on the show but you did find it on <laughs> <laughs> congratulations <laughs> and uh
6: um... russell
2: <laughs> Where's Susie? so russell peters walks in and we're all very excited we know that he is the roast champion
10: so clayton's here and as you know he's from missouri and um this guy is vanilla as <laughs>
9: <laughs> for you that don't know who this is this is the award-winning stand-up comedian he's a canadian legend russell peters he's also the master of roast here,
10: here's what you need to know comedy and love go together you need to have a little bit of sense of humor in your relationship. Something happens. It doesn't always have to be a fight. You got to laugh at it sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get to roast this fella today. Okay.
7: So then we get, then we get to the roast. Where, where did they shoot this?
14: In the distillery district.
7: Okay. I got gotcha. you. So uh, here's uh, them uh, doing their best to uh, roast the bachelor.
10: Let's get this thing started. You guys ready? All right. Marlena.
7: Come on, Marlena. Come on. Let's see what you got. So
15: Clayton, you're from Eureka, Missouri, right? That's right. So do you kiss your mother with your mouth open or closed? Oh no. damn! Yo, oh, going all in. No, Hunter has chronic irritable bowel syndrome,
1: oh. which much like her personality. Is oh. F- <laughs> damn, Sinead, you ain't here, but I'ma still get your ass. Sinead. It's like a herpes outbreak. Oh. No matter how hard you try to get rid of her, she keeps coming back and lasting longer than expected.
3: Oh. Oh, God. They are not holding back
14: whatsoever.
6: Jeez.
3: Yeah, uh yeah. So, hey, so
7: that was a bachelor. What hotel were they at?
14: They were at Hotel X and it continues um, next week. They're still Ni- in Toronto. Niagara Falls, they do the Maid on the Mist.
7: The Maid on the Mist.
14: <laughs> <it's> Why? <laughs>
7: Is, is that what it's called? No, Isn't it the maid
14: it. on the mist? No.
7: No. Try like again. You're the
14: maid and there's mist.
7: No. Also, Deepa, you seem to really weirdly grossed out by the by them going on the ferry ride. I've always... It's a No, dream. I'm
2: just confused... I'm just confused as to why they're in Toronto and why they're going to Niagara Falls when it has absolutely nothing to do with well,
14: obviously. The no, show they're doing right international now. dates. Like, so the week after, they're going to be somewhere else, and they're traveling all around. Right? Uh, they're just doing all the tourists. Well, to plus you know. the host is right. isn't he from here? God, is there anything less sexy? He's is there anything less
7: sexy than the ponchos they make you wear when you're on the 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 Maid on the Mist? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, they're pretty. Marilyn no,
9: Monroe did it's the Maid on
7: the Mist. So. <laughs> look, where, look where that got her, Maury.
0: Oh. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. you? Know, you? Uh, good. Man, I want to talk about
7: Wordle, but I don't want to spoil it. Let's talk. No, I'm pissed off.
0: Speak
3: your truth. Hold on. Why? Because I'm, I'm pissed off. But you got it, didn't you? Yeah, I did get it,
7: but I feel, and I don't, I mean, I think it's too early. I don't want to, I don't want to. Do you feel pressure because Shem's so good? No. Not at all. I'm happy. That, I'm happy when people win, right? I like it. It's it's. I I think that this is a uh, Wordle for me is, uh, and I didn't know it would be this kind of thing because Wordle is a very winnable game. Most people win most days. Mm-hmm. Maury laughing. Um, and I did not I, get today's. And I actually was really unprepared for the sort of little boost of satisfaction you get from crushing Wordle first thing in the morning when it's the first thing you do in the day. You start your day with a win. It's great, yeah, totally. like it, it's you actually. Set yourself up. It's, yeah, it's actually kind of great, but I feel today that as a Canadian, mm-hmm. I got screwed on Wordle.
3: As a Canadian,
7: yes. Wow, you know what I'm saying, Shem?
10: I uh, yep. Considering what the answer is, yep. I, understand. I don't know the answer, so
3: I don't play Wordle. You guys do, and out of everyone, Shem is usually the one that completes Wordle first. Right. Followed yep. by you, Raz. Followed by yeah, Maury, and then y'all yeah. you submit your work. Well, you don't show your words. Maury's the only one that submits his his work. Work right that
14: shows right. the words. I did the worst
3: today. Ah, uh,
14: no, you've well, no, done worse. No, I think before. that you've, you've
7: done you've done worse.
14: But this one's pretty bad. No, but, the reason I say I did uh, the worst today is because I had most of the letters. uh no, you did not. No, in the wrong order. Yeah, but even still in the wrong order, you
3: use the same letters in the wrong order multiple times. Like how hard is it, Maury, when
7: you're doing Wordle to just not touch the black ones? <laughs> Shut up.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs>
10: <laughs> I mean, look, Come I, on I, now I, I, I can talk to a few people Come on now. Come on now
7: Is it that hard to oh not <laughs> Is it that You just can't resist Touching the black ones I got oh. a few X's
14: You can talk right. to you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean Once you touch one uh, yeah. <laughs> yo. You just
3: keep going back For more <laughs> You can't stop So, so today's back, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> Today's Wordle uh, So Shem <laughs> got it In three On his third attempt Yeah uh, Roz, you got yours. It uh, took you six. I, but Okay, so, but
7: here's my thing, okay, six, right? is, is that, and and I, because I, I don't want to I don't want to spoil Wordle, but I would have had it, and my brain would have gone a different way, mm-hmm. okay, had I not been Canadian. That's all I'm going to say about Wordle. That's, that's all I'm going to say about today's Wordle, is that okay. I got it in six because of where I was born. Okay. Geography is the reason it took me six rows to get Wordle today. Nothing more than that.
14: Can you give another clue? <laughs> <laughs> so you, uh, so that does that make any sense to you whatsoever, Maury? No. Now I'm trying to think. Okay, Roz is from Montreal.
7: <sighs> well, first of all, I'm not. Don't ever say that. You were born there. I was born there. Okay, born there. Okay. I don't. They don't. I don't claim them. They don't claim me. Um. So Maury, let me see what word did you you used, Maury? D.
14: No, it's not. It's, you no.
7: use D
3: a lot.
6: Shut up <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Oh my god Can I
3: please also, say Something inappropriate Also Why are you no, laughing Maury, Because Did you know I That say... that's not true right? When it comes to David yeah, Maury
7: Maury should... No don't say anything should inappropriate. I'm mouth it to you No don't mouth Whoa. it it's, Listen you two in there Keep your mouths away From each other <laughs> <laughs> Okay I don't want you Mouthing nothing And I don't want you Mouthing nothing
0: Okay Anyway
7: uh, Today's wordle Was a real pisser That's all I'm going to say Okay
0: right? <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast, podcast.
7: Oh, you just broke your whole microphone. That's what that big crash was, if you heard it. Oh, man. Oh, Hold man. All right. well, <laughs> the whole anyway. thing. So the microphones that we have, right, It's it, <laughs> they're like giant giraffes, right? So it's it's one big giant arm that goes up, and then there's kind of like a, a bend, an elbow on it, and then there's another big giant arm. Like, these things are like six feet long that you can swivel
3: everywhere. Oh,
7: it and Mocha just snapped his in half.
3: It's cause I'm so swole. <laughs> yeah.
7: <laughs> Is that what happened? Yeah. Has it, I just want,
3: I don't know my own
7: strength. Yeah. Test one two. Everything good? Yeah, we're good. Yeah. We're, good we're good. All right, cool. How
6: you
3: doing?
7: Good. I uh, did my uh my driver's license test over the weekend.
3: Oh, congratulations. Thank you. So I, I was
7: part of the four hundred and fifty thousand person backlog of people who needed to do their either their G2 or their G test
3: and all y'all showed up at the same time yesterday? it's
7: crazy man uh-huh. so because of covid nobody could get their tests and so my driver's license like if you look at my driver's license yeah my driver's license has been expired for
3: months really months wow but they did they mail you or send you something that you could print nothing as like uh nothing in case you get pulled over
7: the only thing you can do is uh go on and you can just go online and check to see if your license is still valid, and then you can print out something that says it's still valid. Oh, okay. But it only gives you the date that you did it, right? So it's not like, you you know, you could do it every day, I guess. It's
3: not like... like when you have to get a new license and you do it online, you fill out all the paperwork and whatever, no. and you submit it. They will then give you something to print out that no. is valid for, I think, like three months or something. No. no, if you get pulled over, it says, "Hey, this person is getting their license." It,
7: this was thousands and thousands of people. So because Damn. of COVID, they yeah. were backlogged like four hundred and fifty thousand tests, wow. road tests, uh-huh. and they had to keep. They had to start opening up all these like makeshift road tests places. Okay. So mine was at the Oshawa Go Station.
3: At the Go Station? At the Go like Station. in the parking lot? In
7: the parking lot. Wow. So they set up like one of those construction site portables uh-huh. with a ramp and you just walk in and there's like a couple space heaters and like a guy with a desk. Yeah. Right? And that's the, that's the testing. That's the testing site. But because they're so backed up, they've started to remove things from your final test. Like there's no parallel parking there was no. Uh, can you parallel park though? Yeah, yeah I can you parallel can, park. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like I went, I like I did. I went to the car wash. All right, wow. I did all this stuff. I, ch- I had to change a headlight on my truck yesterday because I'm like,
3: wait, 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 what do you mean you went to the car wash
7: before the test? So I because I wanted the I wanted the wanted the ride to look sweet. Oh! Right,
6: I thought
0: that was like part
7: of the test. No, 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 because I didn't want like if the instructor got in the car, I didn't want him to like rub his pants on the side because my truck's a little high, and I didn't want him to dirty up his pants and all this stuff. Right, like I'm just, I was just trying to be courteous. Right, very. Uh, So there's a whole bunch of stuff that's not on the test. So you don't have to parallel park. uh, There's, I don't even know what else you're supposed to do. But it was like, did
3: the person get in the car with you? So yeah, So we 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 checked all
7: the lights and all the indicators, everything else. And she was, uh, other than the fact that she said not. Nothing to me. She was lovely. Okay, but <laughs> dr- okay. Driving like the the driving instructors in at at these tests. I feel are deliberately cold.
3: You know what I mean. Uh-huh. Like, well, they're not so, supposed to show like any type of emotion. But, but I mean, or, I
7: understand. Like, when we're dur- during the test, uh-huh. right? Maybe you got to stay a little stone faced because you don't want me to think that your body language is letting me know whether yeah. I'm doing something wrong or not. It's dangerous, right?
3: And it may throw you off, if, it, especially if you're it, nervous. Ex- exactly, exactly.
7: But like when I'm when I'm like you know. Because I was like, I'm gonna beat you down with kindness, right? I'm like, yeah. How are you? Right? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. No, right. No, nothing. Have a great day. Nothing, right? Maybe she took it as you being sarcastic. No, not at all. Not at all. Um you and I was she, she, she went are? to put the seat back and I was like, You can go right ahead and put that back. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't even worry about it. It even go it even goes back farther, right? Okay, that's yeah. creepy though. Okay. <laughs> and like <laughs> <laughs> And like nothing, no reaction from so her, right? You can take it, you
3: totally take
7: yeah, it now. Yeah, t- go for it. Like, you want to take a long drive? It's cool, totally cool. <laughs> antiquing. we can go antiquing. Bet Bitch, that would be first on the test. <laughs> uh, but, is, right? the heat, is the heat okay for you? Yeah. i
3: turned up or down yeah, or didn't like whatever. I did say
0: that. I no,
6: didn't you didn't. Say I didn't, did. did, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah no,
7: so nervous. no, I didn't say is the heat okay for you. I said, is temperature Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, but, okay, but, like, driving instructors are deliberately, like, there's a couple of, I was trying to think of other jobs where people are deliberately cold, right? And I think driving instructor is definitely up there. I would say nightclub bouncer if you're a guy. Is definitely Aww. is definitely up there. The right? worst, yeah. Uh, but I was trying to think of like other jobs where you are where people feel the need to sort of be cold and distant. Yeah, and I, it's very because it was weird. Like she was lovely. Again, I'm not. I don't want to trash the woman who, who who did my test. But it was it was quite odd sitting in a car with someone. Um, that refused to
3: speak to you. <laughs> how How long was the test? Like fifteen minutes. It well, was a long time. fifteen minutes. Yeah. So what did you end up doing? It was a long fifteen. So if you minutes. don't parallel park,
7: okay. So it was uh, jump on the four hundred one. Okay. First of all, they make you drive like a maniac, right? Okay. So jump on the four hundred one, and then it's okay. Go into the left lane. Okay. Now go back into the right lane. Go back into the left lane. Okay, now go back into the right lane. So I look like the, indecis- the indecisive a hole on the road. Yeah, right? Yeah, Thank yeah. you.
3: Like you're trying to piss everybody else off. Thank
7: you. So then it was get off to 401 uh-huh. and drive through a residential neighborhood for five minutes Ooh. and then drive back onto the 401 and then drive through an industrial area and then back into the parking lot. And that's
3: it. And then what?
7: She goes, All right, you got your license. Go inside and get it. And that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah.
3: Well, congratulations, I guess. Thanks. <laughs>
7: <laughs>
0: the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
12: Uh,
3: somebody uh, submitted another slow mo podcast. Oh no. Segment, and this one is hilarious, dude. When you listen to our podcast at half speed, certain segments sound um, like we're drunk, like mm-hmm. we're wasted. And a lot of the times our like really waste. Like our ridiculous convos sound even more ridiculous. Do you know who loves this segment the most? Kids. Yeah, of course they do. Kids. I've everybody
7: I know that as a kid, they're like, play that now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And people will now go back to previous to older episodes or start re-listening to the podcast. And find some of those convos and listen to them. Maybe they've heard it at, at regular speed and then they go back and listen to it at half speed and yeah. uh, and submit those. We got another one from Mr. Singh who did exactly that. He went back to episode 96 of the and Moga Show podcast. And we're wow. like in our 300s now. Yeah, so yeah. this guy's starting again, right? Okay. And the conversation that we were having at the time, was a study on how old you were when you got your first job. Okay. Right. And then the, you and damn it, Maury and I started getting into like our first jobs. Okay. And then you, Roz, were talking about your first job uh, involved killing rats. Yes. And when you listen to it at half speed.
6: Mm
3: hmm. <laughs> Because the conversation (laughs) went off the rails. Okay. It sounds like this.
7: I killed rats for money. (laughs) Oh.
6: (laughs) 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 Like... You're an
3: exterminator? No, no, no! <laughs> Please,
7: an exterminator. No, they give you a shovel and a BB
14: Don't gun. like actual rats. I thought you meant like bad people. What do you think? I'm a
6: hitman? <laughs> <laughs> when? <laughs> when would I be a Lord. hitman?
3: come on man
7: oh for god's
3: sake like we had too much tequila (laughs) so if you find a moment on our podcast uh when you listen to it at half speed it sounds ridiculous like when ross says things like this i killed rats for money (laughs) feel free to submit to us (laughs) You can just DM it to us. Let us know what episode it appears My on. My
7: inflection sounds way off in that clip. I know, right? I killed rats for money. <laughs>
3: <laughs> By the way, the Rosamoka show podcast available anywhere that you get your podcasts from. Uh, if you haven't yet subscribed, just search for Rosamoka, hit subscribe so a new episode when it gets released Uh, will automatically download to your device. I killed rats for money. And a big shout out to Mr. (laughs) Singh, who submitted that one to us for episode 96.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Super
3: pumped for the Olympics right now, man.
7: Man, as soon as you start talking Winter Games and then somebody even mentions the Jamaican bobsled team, everybody lights up. Like, you can't not light up. And anybody who's discovered, you know, cool runnings years ago or uh, who. uh, realize that it has been so long since jamaica has actually had another four-man bobsled team in the games and this is like the first time in over two decades that they're going to be at the games it's incredible like it's awesome that the jamaican bobsled team unites people like really no other group of athletes
3: can nimroy target team jamaica welcome Razamoka, team canada over here (laughs) how are you doing
7: man you getting ready are you did, did you feel ready
15: Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, Well, um, the atmosphere is buzzing at the moment. Um, We're all excited and proud to represent Jamaica at the ice level and also in winter sports. Just knowing the fact that Jamaica is known for like sprinting and beach and the tropical country in, in winter sports, it's amazing what we have accomplished. So we are pretty excited and ready to go.
7: This is the, the the first time that Jamaica's qualified for three um bobsled events so the four man the two man and the and the one man and uh,
3: yeah this is the first time It's the first time and it's the
7: first time in I don't know what 20 years that the four man has you guys have done a four yeah, man 24. is that the deal 24 years 24 years so when when the headlines start bopping around that the Jamaican bobsled team is going to be back in the Olympics people just get this incredible warm feeling where you do you feel that regardless of the flag that you guys carry that you do have global
15: support yes um, definitely the love that we're getting from all over the world um, it's amazing Last night a little girl from France um messaged me on Instagram saying that um she's doing a project at school about the Olympic and she chose me as, as her project and that just that message alone um warms my heart.
3: Nimura, what is it about Bobsled and this competition that really um that really got to you that you were like, yes, this is a sport that I am uh, going to try out for, this is the one that I, I, I want to take on in the Olympics, as opposed to, you had mentioned, traditionally Jamaica's known for things uh, that we would see at the summer games, like sprinting. What was it about bobsled that caught your attention?
15: Um, to be honest, like, while growing up, I wasn't thinking about no bobsled or no winter sport. Um, I was a an track and field athlete before, running the 100 meter. Um, the president of the Bobsled Federation saw me competing and asked my coach if I would be interested. At first, I was like, nah, because I was doing really good in track and field. But then when I look at, sit down and look at it, it was an opportunity to represent Jamaica. And I could not turn down an opportunity. To represent my
7: country. When you're when you're a kid, um, do did anyone's ever sit you down and like tell you the story uh, of uh, of where what went on in the the first time you guys put a bobsled team together, or did they sit you down and did you ever see the movie? Like, did you ever see Cool Runnings? Like, is that even a, a factor, sort of in in your decision making?
15: Well, no, the the movie wasn't a factor in my decision making to join the bobsled team. Um, growing up as a kid, I did not, I was probably one of the child who didn't watch Pull Running because, you know, I didn't have TV and stuff like that growing up. Sure. It's when I got older, I actually watched the movie and find it incredi- incredible. Um, it was amazing. And what those guys did in 88 was next level.
3: Uh, one final question for you, Nimroy. Uh, Nimroy turget by the way, on the Raza Moga show from uh, Team Jamaica, bobsled team. Being in Jamaica and in preparation for the Olympics, the Beijing Olympics, um, how did you guys practice? Like, how, what's what's the routine like, and where, where do you go to practice?
15: The training is like, we do sprints, right after sprints, we have gym work and stuff like that. Um, but we have a... Um, portable push-up that you can set up and, uh, and move and fit it up back.
3: Okay. So is it completely different? Like, what was the transition like for you guys when uh, you got to do some practice runs in, in Beijing?
15: I wouldn't say um, it was difficult in Beijing because we did, like, a lot of qualifying race leading up to Beijing. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, in Vancouver, um, we did um, some training in Vancouver, whistler to be exact that went well we got some really good points there honestly the transition from doing sprints on a running track on a, to a bob say track running on ice it's not that different.
3: All right. Uh, Nimroy Turga, thank you so much for joining us on the Raz and Mocha Show. Uh, all the best to the Jamaican bobsled team. Uh, as Roz had mentioned earlier, like the entire world is uh, is supporting you guys. Um, so congratulations on all of your achievements so far. Uh, everyone's going to be watching on Sunday when you guys are going to be competing. And we want to thank you for joining us today on the Raz and Mocha Show.
15: Yeah, man. One love. The Raz and Mocha Show
0: podcast. Podcast.
15: Raz and Mocha's Fix My Life.
0: What
10: advice can you guys give me?
11: Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz
3: and Moki got you. Niana, what's up?
11: How are you guys?
3: We are doing great. How are you today, Nayana?
11: I'm okay. I'm actually looking for some really amazing Roz and Moka advice. Uh, so now there's more of me to love, but my boyfriend doesn't think so.
7: Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, you wrote this, Roz and Moka Fix My Life. Uh, my boyfriend of two years told me that he's not as sexually attracted to me after a
3: 30-pound weight game. You're blaming COVID. Fair enough. Uh, Do I leave him? When did this conversation happen? Was he the one that brought it up? Did you bring it up?
11: I technically brought up the conversation um, after talking about our sexual life um, as to why it has kind of slowed down over the two years. Uh, so I did bring it up, and this did happen on Saturday.
7: And what did he say to you specifically?
11: Um, he said he's going to be brutally honest and said he's not sexually attracted to me.
7: Okay. And what did you say?
11: I cried. Of course. Uh, After he said what he said, he apologized for making me feel that way, Mm -hmm. um, but still stood pretty strong on the statement.
3: And then uh, what has the dynamic been in your home since Saturday? Uh,
11: So we don't live together. Uh, I only go see him. Uh, So we've spoken a couple times, but we're kind of not necessarily on rocky terms, but we're
7: not all lovey-dovey. Now, he, he, the 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 idea of attraction, and this is the the sort of brutal honesty, right? Is, mm-hmm. and it's not politically correct at all. But attraction is involuntary, right? You you can't force yourself to be attracted to someone. And I know you say you're. Oh, we're all supposed to be attracted to everybody. That's just not the way. The it's just not the way people are, right? You're attracted to what you're attracted to. Now, whether he has lost interest in your body or whether he's lost interest in you as a person, because if he's judging you thinking that you've maybe given up on yourself, that is not of an attractive quality in a person. Like if it's not your body specific, but he's looking at you as somebody who has given up and letting themselves go, right? That is less to do with what he feels about your body and more to do with how he feels about you as a person.
3: How has your relationship been up until this point?
11: Well, I thought it was peachy and, and, you know, in La La Land, it was absolutely wonderful. And I was really happy in the relationship. Um, We are both uh, somebody who is health-focused, so I do regularly work out and I eat clean. But unfortunately, since the relationship and COVID, I I did unfortunately gain 30 pounds, which Mm -hmm. has resulted... A lack of confidence on my side as well.
7: I mean, do you want to lose 30 pounds?
11: Yeah.
3: Okay.
7: So, but you do you want to lose 30 pounds for you or do you want to lose 30 pounds so this guy finds you oh, sexy again? For me. For you. Absolutely. That should okay. be the only answer. The other thing that you may be dealing with, right, is you get to a point, like if you're tr- like if, when you're in love with somebody and I'll just use me and Catherine as an example. Okay. Okay. You may be dealing with this, which is there is nothing Catherine could really do other than like altering her body. Um, But there's really nothing, no changes that Catherine could go through that would make me feel any differently about her simply because Catherine's appearance is not a reflection of me. So what you may be dealing with is you may be dealing with somebody who is a little bit more selfish and less concerned with you and your health and your appearance than he is about his own. Where you gaining 30 pounds is suddenly a reflection on him when you're out in the world, when you're in bed. Maybe he thinks he deserves better. Maybe people are going to judge him. all of this stuff. Right. So this may have very little to do with you and everything to do with him.
11: Did he not
3: say to you like. I don't know, like supportive in any way?
11: He did reassure me um, that he still finds me beautiful and we still have a lot in common. Uh, you know, we get along great. Um, I, I don't know if he was supportive necessarily.
7: So what is he What is he saying to you? That if you lose weight, all of a sudden everything's going to go back to normal?
11: Uh, no, no, we didn't have that conversation. Um, like how did all it of it looked- end
3: other than you in tears? Like how did your your follow-up, I guess, conversation...
11: It was more about how I, how I wanted to talk about how I felt um, and what it was going to look, I guess, going forward. uh, What's going to happen if, you know, I decide to have a couple kids and I don't lose the
3: weight. And what do you say about that? Um, It
11: was more of that. Um, He said it's understandable with AIDS. We are going to get, you know, less attractive physically. Oh, my God. Miles.
3: Poor
7: choice of words. This is a tough one because, you know, you're not married and you've been together through all through COVID. So it's not like a your, your relationship hasn't really been tested and it's been tested more, I guess, in, in, in some other ways, too. Yeah. Um, but it's a relatively new relationship. Like I said, you're attracted to what you're attracted to and it's a jerk move to, you know, start putting all of that on you. But if he's looking at you saying, hey, listen, all you got to do is lose 30 pounds and then I'm going to be attracted to you again and everything's going to go back to normal, then that, you know, you, you can't be with somebody who says something like that to yeah. you. But but also I'm telling you right now, after all of this, if you, if you lose 30 pounds, I guarantee you that you're going to be the one that's not attracted to him mm-hmm. because if he comes back to you and is like, Oh my God, this is the body I missed. You're going to look at him mm-hmm. and go gross. <laughs> the conversation about his attractiveness to you you know you have to figure out what it actually is because i don't think it's specifically just your body like it ha- it's something else it's either it's either how you make him look or it's that he feels that you've given up or that maybe he's taking he feels that you're taking advantage of him and that now that you landed a guy you can look any way you want like there's something else going on and the conversation that you guys have to have is is uh, is everything other than your physical appearance because there is something else going on here definitely something else going on here
11: all right thank you so much guys i don't know all like right. what did
7: you get out of this what are you gonna do
11: uh i will definitely have to have another conversation and uh ask him if there's anything else he would like to bring up something that he maybe haven't spoken to me about
7: or hit pause for a while you know what i mean you need you, mm-hmm. i think i think that you need some time okay yeah okay
11: thank you so much guys
0: bras and mochas fix my life
11: on kiss
0: Roz and Mocha's Fix My
10: Life. What advice can you guys give me?
11: Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz
3: and Mocha got you. How are you today, Stephanie? I'm not bad. How are you guys? Good, 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 good. Um, What's going on? What's happening in your life?
5: Uh, Well, I have a second chance at
7: love, but it comes with uh, some challenges. So you wrote this, Razumoka, fix my life and help. I'm a mom of three, was married for almost 15 years, and now have my second chance husband. We want to move from the GTA to Ottawa. uh, And my middle child, my son, goes to his dad's two weekends a month. If we move, this will be very difficult, yet I believe it's the best for us and the kids' futures specifically. This is tough
6: uh
3: what has the what's the conversation been like with your ex does your ex know he has to know that you're moving right
5: um i did bring it up to him and you know i was honest and i said you know maybe you should look in into his life and he could make a lot more money number one out there he could be close to his kids if he wanted you know to make a move that way but that's not something he's willing to listen to at all
7: <sighs> this is tough i don't have a whole lot of advice for this um just simply because there's there's kids involved and custody involved and everybody's going to come off sort of selfish even though you may be trying to do the right thing. you know what I mean Wait, so
3: your, your middle child you said goes to his dad's um, twice yeah. twice a month, right? What about the other kids? Are they with the same guy? Uh- uh, well,
5: my so my oldest two are with my ex-husband. Yeah. But my um, oldest, I'm actually a, a really proud trans mom. <laughs> so my other son is not comfortable going to his father's house, I guess. Okay. Uh, because of that.
7: Okay. Because of what?
5: Uh, well, they came out as trans, transsexual, and that hasn't uh, gone over well with
7: their oh, dad. Oh, oh, oh! Sorry, I thought you meant when you said that you're a proud trans mom, I thought you were trans no my son oh, is <laughs> oh oh prou- okay yes the proud mom of a trans child yes okay right. okay okay i got gotcha. you so
3: has your ex made any attempt or in your conversation to say like yes you know it's going to be difficult but we're going to make this work
5: no he's uh more of the fact like who's going to pay to drive them how are they going to get how is my son going to get down to um you know the gta again it's more of a money thing i guess whereas i don't mind driving i don't mind paying for any kind of a train or travel or
7: that's a lot that's a lot though that's a lot though that's that's like that's like five and a half hours on a train you know each way every every other
3: and that's a lot for 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 a child too right like how how old how old is the kid uh, the middle one
5: he'll be 10 and my oldest will be 14 okay
7: so the middle child is the one that goes to see the dad two weekends a month right Yep. Okay, and not that a ten-year-old should really sway any sort of huge family decisions, but they have a voice. Um, what does the What does the ten-year-old uh, think about all this?
5: I don't think he understands hundred um, percent. Like, and I won't. Um, I won't talk bad about his dad, like especially to yeah. him or anything yeah. like that. Whatever, whatever they learn in the future is up to them. But you know, I'm very open person, and if uh, if he asks me questions, I'll answer him. Right. Like he asked me who would drive and I said, well, I would hope it would be both people. But if worse come to worse, then, you know, I would take on that responsibility. That's fine. Mm-hmm.
7: When it comes to kids. OK, you can really screw up a kid in a situation like this.
6: Mm-hmm.
7: Mm-hmm. Um, you really can. And it that is what you need to avoid at all costs is screwing up your kid. Right. Um, This is something that is more than a couple of texts and a quick conversation. This is something that you guys and maybe with the help of somebody else need to sit down and negotiate out to find out if if there is a way to make this work.
5: Yeah, because like at the new place, I'm uh, I found a job working at home making Uh, a very good sum of money that I have never, you know, I've never attained that yet. So I'm very proud of myself. Yeah, of
7: course, of course. But you can't pull, you you can't take a new job (laughs) and say, oh, my God, look at all this money I'm making, you know, so the downside is my kid doesn't get to see his dad anymore.
5: Mm -hmm. Oh, no, no, no. Like, I can work anywhere in Canada now, so I've opened myself up to, like, being able to, to move, but we'll never own a house here. We'll never.
6: No. You know,
5: like the kids barely play outside with their friends because it's not a safe area at nighttime and stuff sure. like that. So
7: Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a tough one. But I think that this, this is more than just, you know, some casual back and forth with your ex. This is you need to sit down with somebody who can help you guys figure this out. In a proper way. In, yeah. a, in a proper way. In mm. a proper way. Uh, otherwise, no good is going to come from this. It is, and it will never end. For for, for for him, for you, and for the kid, it is always going to be a problem.
5: You know, and then if I stay here with the kids, like, I... I just think it'll be detrimental, not just to me. Like, you know, if it's sure. detrimental to me, then it's detrimental I, to them. I, I think, them, f-
7: first of all, what you need to do is you need to sit down and have a conversation with your ex to find out if he's willing to go into some sort of negotiation uh, to revisit what his weekends or what his time with the son looks like. If he's open to it, you then find somebody to help you figure out something that is fair for everyone. Yeah,
5: and I don't want to be unfair. I would never... Yeah.
7: Right. Because as it is right now, you know, when I look at some of these situations where, you know, a dad just wants to see his kid and I'm telling you, man, if I was in that situation and if I if I had two weekends a month with my kid, I would be. Literally in tears and crushed every single day that I wasn't on one of those two weekends. But but go go back. You guys need you need to to sort of open this uh, open this uh, conversation back up and find out if there if there is a way that this could evolve and become something new that makes everybody happy.
5: Uh, that would be that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You but need it, the pros
7: on this one. Yeah. But it needs it need, you need you need help with this. And uh and, and you can't make a decision on somebody's behalf. It's not cool.
3: Awesome. Thank you guys
7: okay. so much. Okay. All right. Love. You take care.
3: Have a good day. Ras
0: and mochas fix
3: my life on kiss. Let me tell you this story uh that takes place in Pittsburgh. There's this woman who drives Uber on the side to make extra money. And she started dating this guy, right? And everything's going great. Mm-hmm. So she says to him, hey, man, you want to hang out, like, next Friday night? This happened a couple weeks ago. Sure. But then she's telling the story online. Um, hey, do you want to hang out Friday night? He was like, nah, I'm busy kicking it with one of my friends, one of my, one of my buddies. Sure. She's like, all right, cool, no problem. I'm going to go drive Uber, make money on the side. So she's doing her thing. Mm-hmm and gets her next pickup. This guy who's at the P- Pittsburgh Penguins game with his buddy hops into her Uber, the girl that he's dating, mm-hmm. with another woman. Oh, see that's not He good. doesn't realize that the girl that he's just started dating is the driver until partway through the ride, the two of them lock eyes. She notices immediately, obviously. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. So there's a girl dating a guy.
7: Yes. They've been together for a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. She drives Uber. Yes. So he says, hey, I'm going to hang with the dudes tonight. Yes. So he goes and hangs with the dudes. She's like, okay, I'm going to go um, grab some money. Yeah. So I'm going to go drive Uber for the night. Correct. So she's driving Uber. The girlfriend is driving Uber. Yes. And then she stops to get an Uber fare, and mm-hmm. the person who gets in the Uber fare, who called the Uber, is her boyfriend. He is and her boyfriend. The, and the boyfriend is with another woman? Yes. Okay.
3: And then it was the other woman who's the one that called for the Uber, right? Right. So... Because this guy he would have obviously known if he had like was the one to arrange the Uber, he would have seen her photo in there right. if she had a photo in there, right, right the driver, uh, so anyway, they lock eyes the and he didn't even mirror. notice
7: when he got in his own like his girlfriend's I car know! I guess but how how many times have you been in the back seat of your own car?
3: I'm like zero. right, there you go. <laughs> so always driving. yeah, exactly. So they lock eyes. She doesn't say anything to him. He okay. doesn't say anything to her. okay. So super awkward. Right. She then questions him later on.
7: She like, doesn't say anything in the car? Nothing. I guess she doesn't want to... Because that woman could cancel her... or uh, She'll get pulled off the road, right?
3: Yeah. Give her yeah. a bad rating and everything. Man. So then she asks him later, like, what's up? And yeah. he said... Like, he fessed up, obviously. Like, yeah. I, you, can't, I, you can't talk yourself out of that. No. And was like, no, that's, uh, that's my... A friend of mine. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So this <laughs> woman, <laughs> the <that laughs> drive, the girlfriend then finds out from like another friend yeah. that the girl that this guy was with was actually his ex-girlfriend.
7: Oh, see, there you go. That's not good. It's not good. But what a small world. It's not good. It's not like good. what are the chances no, it's that not that something
3: like that would happen.
7: Well, I listen, man, okay, I'm gonna just say right now, and, and I'm not the world's best liar, right? <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna just say right now, like if I was if if my girlfriend was an Uber driver yeah and I was out cheating. Yes. Right. With my ex and we had to leave somewhere. I'm I'm we're taking the subway like I'm not I'm not even <laughs> allowing the Uber app to open on either of our phones.
3: Or would you use Lyft?
7: No, I, no, because oh, oftentimes because you, they're the same goddamn yeah, driver. Yeah, you can right? <laughs> no, <laughs> hell no! You're not getting me with the lift trick, okay? <laughs> I want to get the real experience. Yeah, of the people. no, 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 no. Let's that is no. You are not even opening. Damn. You're not even opening the app on anyone's phone.
3: Yeah, risky. Move. Let
7: alone them. Let alone your let, let the your mistress do your mistress. Oh, let alone <laughs> the other woman do it, and and without asking what kind of car it was, even color. What well, color's a car?
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hey, did you see that video of that
7: kid that uh, can't say kitchen because he can only say chicken? What? So kids, right? When kids are learning how to talk, they're very much like adults who have never spoken English before. Mm -hmm. Where when you try and teach them something, because it's so, it's this video. Like, I had an aunt when I was growing up who was French, and she would constantly confuse Chicken for kitchen. <laughs>
3: really? Because they're, yeah. they're just so similar. Right.
7: They're so they're so similar. But this kid is like adamant that the mom's trying to teach him how to say kitchen. Uh-huh. And this kid is like, yeah, I am chicken.
12: Kitchen. Chicken. Kitchen. Chicken. Kitchen. <laughs> kitchen. Kit? Da. Kitchen. Chicken. No chicken. Kitchen. Ch- Daddy chicken.
3: is in there? Chicken. No, kitchen. 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 Chicken. Kitchen. Kitchen. <laughs> kitchen. like, ma, I'm saying I'm it. saying it, man. Why can't you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? That reminds me of the, um do you guys remember the video of the Italian grandfather that was doing... You couldn't say, and sometimes I still can't say the word, and when I think about it too much, I really can't say it. Like right now, Worcestershire sauce. Do you remember that video? Yeah,
7: You did not say it right. I didn't say it right. No. Because that's the thing.
3: When I concentrate on saying it, right. I keep saying to myself, "Don't mess it up! Don't mess it up!" And but then, then you mess it up. I mess it up. Yes. Worcestershire. No, that's not it at all. Two s's, I believe. That is not the middle. That is and the not. End. That is not how you pronounce it. No, Worcestershire. No, that's Worcestershire. That is not it at all. Worcester. Oh, is that it? Worcester. No.
12: Worcestershire.
3: <laughs> it can't be worse than this guy. Right, Wait second.
12: We gotta use this one drop of one Shusha no <laughs> we gotta use this one just shush shush shusha i don't know one just star shine what? yeah one just shine one one just shishara one just shush 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 shush, shush, shush. <laughs> Shushar? <laughs> one just shari no shari one just shari you know almost this argument that drop like my name shut up a once still Wanchester, Wanchestershire. Wanchestershire. There
15: you
12: go. Almost. No. true. I don't know what kind of the the country come this from, Baham Italian. I don't know what I gotta say. I know it's an Italian now. Worcestershire. Sa And one just here S-S-A-U-C-E Yeah, S-A-U-C-E S-A-U-C-E One just here Sauche. That's okay. the sauce.
7: <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite is, is that he says sauce, right? Yeah. <laughs> but when he's reading it, he says sauche. Yeah. My kid, w- w- still to this day in my house, right? Rox is now 12. If, if ever we're making burgers, we only ever say, Catherine and I only ever say hannabugger. Because when Rox was little, we would be like, hamburger. And she would go, hannabugger. You know, and we're like so... hamburger, hannaburger
3: So we're going through the exact same thing right now yeah. with Cruz. He's right. almost five. Yeah, he would say hammy burger, hammy burger, or hamba burger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? He adds in another syllable. Yeah, there's burger. A... <laughs> and when we say to him ham, yeah. he repeats ham, mm-hmm. burger, burger. Yes. Now say it together. Yeah. Hamba burger.
7: Yes. Yeah. It's then it's, it's weird. That shouldn't be a difficult word to know. But uh, but when it's interesting that that guy he he read. Sauche. But then at the end, he says sauce. Yeah. Head to the sauce.
0: <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. With your uh,
3: special connections, Roz, have you watched um, oh. I Want You Back Yet on Amazon Prime? Yes. This isn't, the rest of us regular folk, pedestrians, uh, we get it tomorrow. Yeah, I did see that. I did uh, Jenny see that. Slate from SNL. Who's awesome. Uh, Charlie Day from... It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Also from uh, those horrible bosses movie. Yeah, he's so funny. Yeah, Gina Rodriguez, aka Jane the Virgin. Uh, Scott yeah. Eastwood, who's uh, Clint Eastwood's son. Uh, Jenny Slate, by the way, if you're not up late and you don't watch SNL
7: and you are sort of in the other half of the world where you do have kids, uh, Jenny Slate is the one is the the lady who goes crazy uh, alone on the island in the Chipmunks uh, chipwreck movie. if if you need a different point of (laughs) reference for jenny slate she's the one that goes bonkers and shipwrecked
3: oh uh this movie looks so much fun if you get a chance to watch the trailer check it out or you want to be surprised and wait you can watch it on time tomorrow
7: so the movie so uh jenny slate uh has a boyfriend Mm -hmm. and um charlie day charlie day has uh, a girlfriend and they don't know each other right they each get dumped by their respective partners and then together they try and infiltrate the other person's partner and steer them back to each other kind of thing, right? So you, Jenny gets dumped and he's like, I'm going to make sure that that guy gets back with you. So I'm going to like befriend him and I'm going to do all this stuff and I'm going to tell him everything in life he's doing is wrong and he needs to go back to the girl that he dumped and then she's going to do the same with mm-hmm. his ex-girlfriend. Classic. Maury. Oh. What's that?
3: Say it
6: again?
14: Was that it's actually really, really funny. The oh, two yeah. of them together are amazing. Yeah, it's really
3: good. Uh, so David Morey had a chance to talk to uh the cast. We're gonna start here with Charlie Day and uh Jenny
14: Slate. Was it really hard to act as somebody who got dumped considering I can't imagine anyone dumping either of you?
0: Oh my god, I've been dumped a billion times. Yeah, I was I was
1: like only been dumped. Yeah,
7: I think I've been in a relationship for so long because I was like, well, I
6: just. I'm not letting go, you know? <laughs> look anything.
11: at me. I'm sitting here laughing my ass off. I just got married. Everything's fine. Yeah. Like, you know? For now. Just <laughs> For
6: now, that's, that's the thing about life. Uh, yeah,
11: yeah. Next thing you know, thing you're you Kanye and Kim. That's right.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now is it a spoiler alert that a certain someone who's been making the news lately is in this movie as well? No. Not at all. Because I didn't know. He's in the trailer. Pause for one second,
7: though. Maury, when you asked that question, did you know that Jenny Slate had been dumped by Chris Evans? No, I did not. And that... Scott Eastwood in the movie looks a whole lot like Chris Evans? Like, it's almost weird? <laughs>
14: no. no, I didn't. <laughs> well, research, bro. Research.
7: the
3: feelings are still... I
14: researched. Cool. She just like, got married. I, I yeah, knew that. I know.
7: Yeah, 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 yeah. She got married, but like
3: she's, and she's happy now, married kid, everything else.
7: Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Moko, you were saying about uh, the, the surprise guest in the movie.
3: No, he's yeah. in the trailer. Oh. Really? Yeah. I don't remember. Anyway, I'll play it. If it's a spoiler alert, I apologize, but yeah. spoiler alert. Loved
14: that Pete Davidson is in this movie as well. Very, 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 very funny. It's wild how... You know, this movie is about interfering with your exes, new relationships. Should Pete have Kanye watch this movie? (laughs) Uh.
6: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I think uh,
7: me, Pete, Kim, Kanye, you, Mm -hmm. we should all get together for movie night. Yeah. Just have some popcorn and, uh, you know, we'll see what
12: happens. (laughs) (laughs)
3: that ain't happening that That is definitely not happening uh so we mentioned that scott eastwood is also in this movie yeah Uh, i want you back by the way on amazon prime tomorrow scott eastwood uh the son of great actor uh clint eastwood clint right who when you look at clint eastwood just very serious i don't think that guy's ever smiled in his entire life
7: no. Right before he killed a couple guys in a movie, maybe.
14: <laughs> <laughs> this is David More with Scott Eastwood now. Scott, I gotta ask you this. I can't mm. imagine you watching a rom com with you in it with your dad. What is it like watching a romantic oh, wow. comedy with Clint Eastwood? Uh,
0: <laughs> great question.
6: <laughs>
14: <laughs>
0: I don't know. Yeah, I
7: don't know if yeah, if I've ever watched a rom com with my father. That would be
3: that would be interesting, but he, he probably, he's probably more of a sucker for rom-coms than we think.
14: Maybe he'd cry watching this, too.
3: Maybe. Um, I i think Scott Eastwood, by his answers, it almost sounds like he's, like, scared to give an answer because you know he's going to get an ass whooping <laughs> well, from his well, dad. Well,
7: no, I, you know what? I think this. I think that if your dad is Clint Eastwood, you know what your dad's rep is like, and I think that yeah. you, as a kid um who loves who, who loves your dad you don't want to blow your dad's persona like right. if you if you if you are Scott Eastwood and know that Clint Eastwood's favorite movie is Father of the Bride you <laughs> like you know what i mean like you could never tell yeah. anyone because like it's you know a secret happen. you have to take to the grave because then
3: he, Clint Eastwood's going to get like you know um Agents calling in, being like, yo, the studio heard yeah. that you love that movie, and guess what? They want to remake it, he and will... we, we want you to star in it. No,
7: no, and you know what? That, yes, that, but also after that point, anytime Clint Eastwood ever sits down to do another interview, somebody's going to go, so Father of the Bride, huh? This <laughs> <laughs> is for the rest of the man's life, and Clint is old. He don't have much life <laughs> left.
3: <laughs> I want you back as a new movie on Amazon Prime tomorrow.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh-huh. Mocha. Uh-huh. Are you ready? Yes, sir.
0: Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News
4: break.
7: News break. So, celebrity Big Brother was on last night. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people talking about chris Kattan today because he was on there
3: oh yeah yeah
7: and he gets uh, he went like really deep into uh when he broke his back on saturday night live and he was like showing the x-rays of like all the injuries that he sustained and everything else um
14: but uh he
3: was showing the x-rays in the house
14: like he had it on his phone or
3: something oh, like that uh, i don't know i
14: don't know what he was doing uh did you watch this morning i did yeah um so yeah we're on episode two as last night and there's a new one tonight yeah and it's wild, because they're not, like, the biggest celebrities, but when you put them together, like, Chris Kattan is super weird. <laughs> super weird. Like, super, super weird. Yeah. Like, it's just a really good mix who's, of... Who's of, on the cast? Well, you have Todrick Hall, you have uh, oh, Lamar Odom, you have Chris Kattan, you have some of the housewives, you have... Carson Kressley. Car- Carson Kressley's oh, wow. on the block. Yeah, Spoiler is he? Alert. Oh, yeah. no. Uh,
7: <laughs> so, Lamar Odom on the show, when you do that, I, I went down and I did one day in the Big Brother house, right? Uh-huh. And it's like as a promotion thing. And I've always said people who do that show, any of the Big Brother shows, you either have something I don't or you're missing something that everybody else has. Like it's not a normal environment. And you forget very quickly that there's cameras around you. Like you do, even if you're, you live your life in front of cameras, like you, you still forget and you, you, find up, you wind up having these conversations. And I was so shocked by the amount of time Lamar Odom does in that house, still talking about Khloe Kardashian.
14: What? And you know, it comes out of nowhere too. It's really weird. Like, he
7: is still feeling it. Like, every, like when you listen to the way he talks about Khloe,
12: mm-hmm. like he
7: is, this is a daily thing for Lamar Odom. Listen to this.
12: I had some good dreams last night. You did? Yeah. Was I in them? I dreamt my ex wife last night. Oh, so Khloe. Do you guys still talk? No. I miss her so much. I wish I could take that time back. I was hoping my ex-wife was in here. Uh, Chloe? <laughs> I want to see her so bad, bro.
3: Oh, no.
8: <laughs> Some ain't going to feel complete if I don't get another shot. Do you even think that's a possibility since she married again?
12: Maybe she's not the same person. Take a vow uh, under the, the Lord's eye. You know, you expect to to honor that vow, which I didn't. Oh, no. And it kind of haunts me and now that I didn't. Sometimes when I get the opportunity to talk about it, it's like therapeutic a little bit.
6: Oh, and no. uh, I do
12: miss her and her family dearly. <laughs> Even just to her family, I'm, I'm sorry I let them down. You know, they, they had so much faith in me and gave me my own nickname, Lammy. I would do anything to make it up. Oh,
8: land. What me. the hell made
12: me think I was going to get away with that? I don't know.
11: Oh, we have relationship talk? Do you think she was the one?
12: I think so. I mean, we've been married <laughs> for 30 days. we knew oh, each other 30 man. days, Oh, wow. Oh, no.
3: Lamar <laughs> wishing he's leaving. He'd be sitting there listening. Might as well be listening to Drake so, Marvin's room. So Just like then, all up in his feelings.
7: <laughs> oh, bro, you have no idea about the feelings. So then, and yes, this song's appropriate. So then we get to Lamar dreaming. So now, so we have, so we know what Lamar likes to talk about and what he's obsessed with and, and what's on his mind all day, which of course is Chloe. So then we find out that Lamar Odom talks like crazy in his sleep. Is he really? Okay, but uh, you tell me what you think is going on, and mm-hmm. knowing how heartbroken he is in the real uh-huh. world about not being with Chloe. Yeah. You tell me what you think he's dreaming about. So they filmed Lamar Odom dreaming. Listen to this. <laughs>
12: There we go, baby. (laughs) What? There we go, baby. Uh,
6: Baby. There we go. (laughs) 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 Bro.
14: And Todrick Hall is like his his roommate, and he wakes up in the night going, what is going on? Day and night. Uh,
3: There is no way. Day and night. There is no way I would be able I would ever go on like celebrity celebrity no. big brother, right? No, no. Because of the like how they caught him snoring in yeah. the middle of the night. Yeah. That's the footage that they would use of me, but oh. instead of snoring it would be my night terrors and I'd be screaming, "Who do you think baby is?" Yo, he's definitely talking about <laughs> Chloe. <laughs> Come on, Lamar. Oh come on, baby! This song, anytime he's thinking about talking about Khloe Kardashian, this song is playing in his mind.
0: <laughs> like, come on. This is like the ultimate sad
3: boy song.
7: Speaking of which, uh, Drake officially unfollowed Sap Rocky too. So he unfollowed no. Rihanna, yeah, yeah. Did he really? Yeah, and I guess he you unfollowed. You know who's listening
3: to this Drake song? <laughs> Drake! <laughs> how would he have known that he wrote this song how many years ago and recorded it? Yeah. And it would be so <laughs> fitting in this moment, right now.
7: And uh so Rap TV uh posted that uh, Drake unfollowed Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. Yeah. And then right there immediately in the uh in the comments. Rick Ross wrote, "Hey, if you didn't know, Rick owns over a dozen wing shop locations."
6: Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Rick Ross.
0: <laughs> the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
7: It's uh, always nice when John Stewart uh, just shows up and just says stuff that not everybody is saying because this is what John Stewart used to do every single night, and you realize every now and then that you sort of miss his perspective on things. Um, and everybody loves hearing from Jon Stewart. He's got that new show, The Problem with Jon Stewart. Have you watched that yet, any mm. of it? Is yeah, that on Apple? Yeah, That's it's right. on Apple. Long sort of form things. It, it doesn't get a ton of press, but his podcast of the, the show, which is The Problem with Jon Stewart, gets more press than the actual show does. Hmm. Um, and what's happening today is the clip going around of Jon Stewart defending Joe Rogan. Um, and so what he talks about is when Joe Rogan had a, a guest on called Joss Zepps, and they were talking about... Uh, myocarditis, which is the heart condition. And Joe Rogan had said that more people, more kids, get it from the vaccine and then Josh was like no more people get it from having COVID and then they sort of went back and forth a little bit and then they looked it up mm-hmm. and it turned out that his guest was right and then after the fact um, Joe tweeted if anyone was going to make me look dumb on my podcast I'm glad it's Josh because I love him and he's awesome however this is why I was confused and then he posted an article which sort of led I guess to his confusion but uh, this is one of the things that John Stewart brings up is that uh, I guess Joe Rogan's ability to you know have a discussion and then be presented with information that also may uh, change his
9: mind. But uh, here's John Stewart. Don't leave. Don't abandon. Don't censor. Engage. I'm not saying it's it's always going to work out fruitfully, but I'm always of the mindset that engagement, and especially with someone like a Joe Rogan, who is not in my mind an ideologue in any way, and, and that to me says, oh, that's a person. That you can engage with. And so uh, I think all the overblown rhetoric about him. And here's the other thing. Like, you're a musician. Like, how much misinformation is spread by... A, like, Eric Clapton is on the platforms that you're on. And he's a f-ing psycho. <laughs> so do you remove yourself from every platform? By the way, do we only do these conversations so that I will get in trouble?
8: Yes, I I think that's all we do now. We go, John,
9: who do you want to piss off today? Neil Young fans, Taylor Swift fans, or Eric Clapton fans? I love them all. But my point is, we all exist in this world and on this planet. And there's no question that there is egregious uh, misinformation that's purposeful and hateful and all those other things. And that being moderated is a credit to the platforms that run them. And I know it's a difficult thing, but this overreaction to Rogan, I think, is a mistake. I really do.
7: Uh, Facebook is uh, having its birthday today. How many years ago, Mocha? I guess uh, Deepa and Mori get back on here as well. How many years ago did Facebook start Mocha?
3: Facebook started... Give me a year. Uh, two thousand and one. Two
7: thousand and one. Deepa, what do you say? Um, when did you join Facebook? Deepa, do you remember?
2: I don't remember. It was definitely high school. So I'm gonna say it started in 2004.
7: 2004. Damn it, Maury. What do you say? So back then you had to be invited. Okay, we don't need the history. I'm gonna get to that in a <laughs> second. When do you think Facebook just started? Just us a year, man. Oh, I was gonna say man, I man, agree don't with Deepa. 2004. Why did do this for? to feel
3: horrible. <laughs> you should post that on Facebook. Uh, yeah.
7: <laughs> uh, so so back when it was just for Harvard students, when it was called the Facebook, yes, it was 2004. Was it really called yeah. the Facebook? It was the Facebook. I thought it was
3: just like. Our aunts and uncles and parents calling it that. And
7: then when they opened it up to other schools, they dropped the, and it became
14: uh, just Facebook. And the
7: parents
3: were like, we got it, got
14: it. But didn't it start with um, Mark creating the facebook so you can i guess judge what other people yeah, look it was way, like well, it was a way to pick
7: up girls that's all it was right uh and then it was uh september 26th 2006 when it finally opened up to everyone but yes oh, it was it, it was 18 well, years six? ago oh. 2004 and then 2006 is when it was all sort of introduced to us but here's uh nerdy mark zuckerberg explaining back then what the
14: facebook is
13: it's an online directory.
14: He's not swearing in this, <laughs> right, Maury? <Mario? laughs> does, does he say the F word in this more? Not unless he's talking to John Stewart. Okay.
13: It's an online directory
10: that connects people through universities and colleges through their social networks there. You sign on, you make a profile about yourself by answering some questions, entering some information such as your concentration or major at school, um, contact information about phone numbers, instant messaging screen names, anything you want to tell, interests what books you like movies and most importantly who your friends are and then you can browse around and see who people's friends are and just check out people's online identities and <laughs> see how people portray themselves and just find some interesting information about people. You
7: can but back fake then, news if you want. Back then it sounded so cool, though, right?
2: Online see, identities? Right?
3: And, and all your friends? Cranny. You spread yeah. like conspiracy theories. But we were all,
2: everybody was so
7: excited about this. Okay. Now the idea that somebody, if, if I told you, hey, Deepa, I'm going to create this thing, right, mm-hmm. where um, I'm going to take your identity and I'm going to put it on the Internet and then I'm going to allow... Strangers to look <laughs> at your identity, study it, and also the identities of all your friends.
14: Uh,
7: right?
2: Nothing. No. Hard pass. Yeah. Hard pass. But it was
7: never
14: <laughs> explained to us like that back it, then.
7: Yeah, I know it was. I was how to pick up chicks. That's what it was. Or guys. Right. Yes, or guys. Yeah, but for Zuckerberg, it was, you know, this was it's happy. I'm like even
3: bigger nerd. I right know, right? <laughs> too, right? Like, listen to this.
7: It's voice.
10: an online directory <laughs> an online that connects library. people <laughs> through universities <laughs> and colleges through their social networks there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
7: Hey, do we win many medals this morning or what? Mark McMorris, I know, got bronze. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, snowboarding uh, ones. two uh,
14: snowboarding ones, two snowboarding. Bronze ones. was for Mick Morris and then we also got a gold. Oh, Max for Perot. A,
7: yeah, Max yeah. Perot, That's right. And then uh, silver and freestyle skiing. Uh, Mikhail uh, Kingsbury, and then bronze and speed skating, Isabel Weidman. But so my
14: heart goes out to the curling team.
7: I know. Well, the, the mixed curlers, right? Yeah. But yeah, that so, was a so big deal. They're out of metal contention. Is that the deal? Yeah. That's right. Man. I was watching a little bit curling. of it I yesterday. I love watching curling.
3: I felt like I was watching Australia. Yeah. And they were, like, throwing those rocks pretty hard. Yeah.
14: Do you also have to watch it with the volume low so your neighbors don't hear people screaming harder, harder? No. Okay. <laughs> not football. just me, <laughs> Maury. How you, loud you, do do? Uh, yeah,
3: like, uh, like does my TV
14: have to be? I, I know, but
7: for like, my neighbors Maury, here, Maury, Maury's, Maury's, Maury's trying to turn curling into something sexual. For, on, I'm on, uh, so, first, I'm not the first. That to me is just weird. But also the fact that anybody there would be if if your neighbors, Maury, okay, put together a list of what they know about you and what they've heard from that place. Huh. If they heard harder, harder coming from the walls, sex might be on that list, but it's very low. <laughs>
3: I wouldn't even say that. Very low. It would just be silence.
7: (laughs) You know what I mean? We don't hear anything. Like. We hear one yell at the uh, other. Okay. A lot. Very low. Uh, Leslie Jones, however, is back uh, with her uh, Winter Olympics commentary. So Leslie Jones always just sits and watches the Olympics and comments on the incredible sort of athleticism and abilities of uh, all the great athletes. And uh, she's back at it again for the Winter Games. This is Leslie Jones.
8: Team USA. Slay all day. Let's go, Nathan. Let's go, Yeah, I'm, I'm. I don't think I could ever. See, I feel like this skating thing would be much like swimming. Like, see, me, I could swim my ass off with the floaty. Like, it's almost like I'm so light, like I'm floating on the water. You take the floaty away, I'm drowning. I'm just sinking like a rock. So I kind of feel like if I did this ice skating thing, that yeah. Me trying to lift myself off the ground to do the little turn in the air, that's going to end bad for everybody, the ice. <laughs> Let's talk about them picking them up and with the full blades in their thighs, son. Like when they pick people up and then carry them, them, them blades, we cut them thighs, right? Or am I tripping? I don't know how she's skating in that skirt, how she doing it, but they doing it. And they got nice little beat, right? So far, they have been literally in synchronization. <laughs> okay, now they. Ju- now he just clowning. Now you just showing your f- ass. <laughs> you see that? <laughs>
7: <laughs> 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 She's hopefully lots more from uh, from Leslie oh. to uh, to come.
0: Sure we will. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
7: Uh, so uh, last week, Netflix released their big giant montage video of all the movies that are coming out this year. It was like mm. 88 movies or something like that. Like cra- crazy movies with monster casts. Yeah. Uh, one of them in there that I was looking very forward to is Enola Holmes 2. Oh, yeah. With Millie Bobby Brown and Henry Cavill. But mm-hmm. I had no idea that Enola Holmes, that movie is being sued by the Sherlock Holmes estate and the reason it's being sued is
14: crazy you mean the Arthur Conan Doyle
7: yes so so here's the thing okay so most of what they based sort of Enola Holmes on Uh is in the public domain Okay. Meaning it's a hundred years old, but there are 10 stories that were written between 1923 and 1927 that people aren't allowed to use because it's not in the public domain. You can't use it without permission. So here's where it gets interesting. Wait,
3: real quick for anyone who hasn't yes. watched Enola Holmes, Enola- she is the Sherlock's niece. Something or- like that. Yeah. That's I, right. I, I yeah, guess. yeah. 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 yeah.
7: Um, okay. Okay. But Sherlock is very much in it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So, okay. 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 The stories that are not available to people to recreate without permission are the stories from 1923 to 1927. Okay. Now, the reason why this gets tricky for Enola Holmes is because in Enola Holmes, Sherlock is sort of a nicer, warmer, more emotional Sherlock than what we may be used to. Okay. Fine, fair enough, right? They wanted to shake it up a little bit with Sherlock, make him likable, because Sherlock has historically just been like an emotionless brilliant Mm a-hole to people if you watch the benedict cumberbatch series that's just sort of what he is he's this genius that shows no emotion and he's crass and all of this other stuff but he gets the job done but he gets the job done so in 1923 arthur conan doyle who wrote sherlock holmes lost his eldest son in the first world war and at that point is when he decided to write sherlock holmes nicer okay So Sherlock Holmes didn't become nice in the books until 1923. Mm -hmm. But they wrote Sherlock Holmes to be nice in Enola Holmes. So they're saying nice Sherlock Holmes didn't exist in the world until
14: 1923. Wait, so they're
7: suing because he's nice? They're suing because Sherlock Holmes
14: is nice. That's not nice.
7: Yes, they're suing because... In Enola Holmes, Sherlock Holmes uh, uh, has emotion and he's a warm human being, where in the books, that didn't happen until 1923, which they don't have access to portraying Sherlock Holmes as being nice. So therefore, they're suing Enola Holmes because they made Sherlock (laughs) likable.
3: sounds like we've got ourselves
14: a mystery on our hands.
7: Oh, excuse me. Elementary, my dear Watson. Maury's stepping all over my line, Maury.
14: I wanted the line. You didn't say it. No, but as soon as he said it, I'm like, I I should have said that. Okay, say it then. Elementary, my dear Watson. Wow, waited like, (laughs) (laughs) nailed it. it. How
0: did you not get cast (laughs) Sherlock? (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
7: So over in the Celebrity Big Brother house, uh, they film everything, man. As you know, it's uh, it's Big Brother. If it happens in the house, it's going to wind up on the stream or it's going to wind up on the show. And poor Lamar Odom, uh, he sharted the bed. Oh, no. Did you
3: really? Yeah, yeah.
7: And so I guess he was, like, in the shower, like, vigorously cleaning. And then one of the other house guests uh, walks up and is like, yo, what's going on in there? And this is very difficult to hear, but you can clearly hear Lamar talking about how uh, he just uh, has to tell people the world that... that he did that.
12: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like
0: you're scrubbing
12: vigorously. I am. That's cool. I just let the world know that I took the s*** in my, my, my bed. What? I just let the world know I just did the s*** in my bed. Oh, no, you didn't. I did. I oh, no. it up right in the world.
1: Did Todd hear you? Yes. Yeah.
7: Oh, no, Lamar Odom. uh, So on on social, Lamar uh, wrote this. He goes, my manager calls me an S show for a reason. I actually suffer from lactose intolerance and IBS. So last night's late night snack... Of beef jerky sticks Candy and warm milk Oh
6: bro <laughs> Come on
7: stomach, You did that to yourself Dog was, was a stomachache Waiting to happen As happens My fart turned into a shard, And bam I'm on TMZ Oh no <laughs> uh, The good news is It didn't happen During a competition uh, And then he uh, Ends it by saying The, the uh, good thing Yeah he says, <laughs> But he didn't have to tell everyone Well you listen You have to What are you going to do Just right? say
14: Oh I'm just scrubbing really hard
7: Nah nah you got you to gotta be honest
14: with people. He's making then, this show, by the way. Like, him, he is making this show. Because it,
3: then what happens to the, the, the sheets? You got a bunch of them up, and people going to ask about them, like
7: yeah and then he goes out uh, tune in tonight for the uh for the eviction uh see who's going home let's uh pray they keep the big esser around for a few more oh, no.
14: weeks yeah. between him and chris katan honestly yeah. chris katan they had a video montage where he got up in the middle of the night like 20 times to eat cake
7: because <laughs> So weird. Uh but anyway, so that's uh Lamar Odom, poor dude. I mean, Lamar regardless of him. how you feel about <laughs> Lamar Odom, that is not a good thing to have happen on television. Yeah.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
7: podcast. Oh, I gotta talk Kanye West. So geez, man, there the this custody issue between Kim and Kanye is playing out publicly and it's really, really sad and Terrible. it's really, really ugly. Uh so Kanye took to uh Instagram to share tweets. Uh, posted by uh, conservative personality, I guess, Candace Owens, who she had said there's no eight-year-old in the world that needs social media because this was about um, their kid being on TikTok, right, mm. at, uh, at eight. And then Kanye wrote, uh, thank you, Candace, for being the only noteworthy person to speak on this issue. He goes on to say, there's a lot of celebrities scared to say something in public, but they'll text me in private and say they're on my side. I will no longer put my hand through a blender to hug my children. Uh, My mother took me to Chicago when I was three and told my dad that if he ever came to Chicago, he would never see me again. So I bought the house next door. I dream of a world where dads can still be heroes. He goes on to say, I want to bring my kids to my hometown of Chicago to see a basketball uh, team play for 7000 people. And Kim is stopping that. How is this joint custody? And then Kim, who rarely speaks about any of this stuff, uh, went on Instagram and said that these attacks, uh, these constant attacks are, quote, hurtful. She added Kanye's obsession with trying to control and manipulate our situation so negatively and publicly is only causing further pain for all. She goes on to say that she wants to handle all matters regarding our children privately. Then yesterday, Kanye said that uh, Kim had falsely accused him of putting out a hit on her. And he also suggested that she accused him of being on drugs and stealing. Shem, you're shaking your head. What are you going to (sighs)
10: say? I'm tired of Kanye West, yeah. and I'm tired of all this being played out publicly. I mean, yeah. what about the kids, right? Yeah. Uh, Kanye going to the internet for for advice on what he should do with this? It, it's just, it's just so ugly. It's messy. I think about the kids, and it's just, it's gross. And and and, and honestly, I think you're seeing Kanye spiral right yeah. now. I, th- I think that's what we're seeing right now.
3: Yeah, I, it really is. Yes, it's unfair to all the kids, but especially North, who's the the the, the oldest, where she has access to social media and she's old enough to understand what's going on right now
6: Mm -hmm.
3: and for her to be reading all this stuff about her parents yeah right the parents who are supposed to raise you teach you right from wrong protect you love you and this is how it's playing out to the entire world and she's still so young she's only eight years old but understands what's happening
14: Yeah. yeah Yeah, no, it is. Uh... Yeah, but when your whole life is on the Internet all the time anyway, where else would you go? Well... Right, like yes. they did a whole reality show. On yeah, Kim. but
7: this is this is custody stuff, man. Yeah. This this ain't that. This is this, this isn't is the entertainment else. stuff.
3: This is you talk about children here, man.
7: But this is what they do, though. You're right, Mor. Yeah. This is uh, this is sort it's of all they this, know. this is this is what Kanye does. This is what Kim's does, and uh, there's no shock that it's going to play out this way.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
7: Uh, hello, Deepa. How are you? How are you really great? Uh, I want to go through this with you. They did a study on uh, the grossest words in the English language. Okay. Oh, do you do you have no. any words that you hate to say, that are not that we don't have to bleep?
2: <laughs> um, I don't like saying the word moist.
7: Yeah, that was a, that was a wordle last list, week. Was it really? Yeah, people hated was it. Was Yeah, yeah, it was a wordle <laughs> last week. Okay, so, moist. so mo- moist is on the list. So let me go. Let me go through uh, here. At number ten, curd. Mm,
2: curd or t- turd? C- curd. 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 Okay. At number
7: nine, putrid. At number eight is ooze. At number seven oh, yeah. is mucus. At number Blah. six is fester.
6: At, at, number <laughs> yeah. five, at number five
7: is splooge. Is at, phlegm on there? At, at number four is moist. Moist. Moist should be higher up. At number Ew. three is seepage. <laughs> yeah. Oh. At, uh, <laughs> at at number at number two is phlegm.
6: Yeah, gross,
3: man. And uh, Hold on,
7: what are
2: we missing? What are we missing? What are, here? What
7: are we missing? What are, so, what are we missing, Deepa?
2: I don't know. I thought so, moist okay, so, was going to so, be
7: number one. So I, that's what I thought too. So, uh, so before we get to number one, words on the on the list but not in the top ten: discharge.
6: Oh, uh, ew! Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, loogie. What is it?
7: Loogie. Loogie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Secrete.
6: Oh goodness.
7: Um, and uh, diarrhea. Wait, what about pus? <laughs> right, pus is number one.
2: Oh pus is number one.
14: Moist should be higher than pus.
7: Yeah. So I don't think
2: pus is that gross. Moist to be honest. is uh,
7: moist is number one. I always I always hate the word. It's not that it's a gross word, but when you, there's no non-gross way to use the word lap. You know what I mean? Like if, if I said if I said spoke Mocha uh, spilled a little drink on the desk and just leaned over and slurped it up, that's fine. But if I said Mocha spilled a little bit of drink on his desk and leaned over and lapped it up,
6: yeah, <laughs> like right? a dog?
7: yeah it's just it's <laughs> so gross. What about blister? Such a, it's such a gross way of uh, it's such a gross way of saying anything. Uh, but yeah, so uh, your 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 top four, I guess. Moist didn't even make it into the top three, which I think I, according to us anyway. and I think everybody else, Moist should at least be top three. But uh, Moist at oh, number. But you said
3: another one. Discharge and seep
7: seepage oh. at number three uh, phlegm and uh your your grossest word uh of all time according to this new survey is pus
0: the Ros and mocha show podcast podcast
7: oh my god so i'm gonna try and make sense if or not it make sense but at least sort of take you through step by step everybody over this weekend who came in the crosshairs of various people uh and a lot of them rightfully so Uh, First, I mean, poor Tandy Newton, she got dragged all weekend long. She didn't, I don't want to get too deep into Tandy Newton, but she did. What was the video, Shem? Can you explain it as best you
10: can? Yeah, so she was doing this interview where she was essentially um, apologizing to darker skinned black women or black actresses for essentially. Taking their roles and then essentially taking their men,
7: right? And she referred to herself as being the chosen one, sure like. People and and her heart was in the right place, I guess. I don't know, uh, but people went in on Dandy Newton, right? The
3: mock videos alone. People oh, use a, people use an eye drops to to get the tears <laughs> going.
7: <laughs> uh, India Ari, um, really has come out as one of the artists now uh, in the whole Joe Rogan Spotify thing who took it to the next level and and rightfully so so the Neil Young and other artists who were threatening to pull their music from Spotify and who did pull their music from Spotify was based around Joe Rogan's um, misinformation when it comes to COVID and then Joe Rogan went and did that one sort of apology for that which we'll get to in a second Uh, but India R E um, made her statement with regards to wanting her music to be pulled from Joe uh, from Spotify. And it was based around a montage of all the times in the past that Joe Rogan has on his podcast said the N word.
8: I empathize with the people who are leaving for the COVID disinformation reasons. And I think that they should. I also think that Joe Rogan has the right to say what he wants to say. I also think that I have the right to say what I want to say. So as an artist who builds Spotify is built on the back of the music streaming. So they take this money that's built from streaming and they pay this guy a hundred million dollars, but they pay us 0.003% of a penny. Just take me off. I don't want to generate money that pays this. Just take me off. That's where I'm at. And I know that, uh, I'm actually, to be honest with you, surprised that my statements were picked up. Cause I thought people weren't really going to listen to me because that's what I'm the kind of, that's what I'm used to from the industry.
7: So Joe Rogan then commented on the video. He made another video. So he he clarified or apologized for the COVID misinformation. And then he did another video talking about this montage uh, of him from his show saying the N-word. This is Joe Rogan.
13: There's a video that's out. That's a compilation of me saying the N-word. It's a video that's made of clips taken out of context of me of 12 years of conversations on my podcast and it's all smushed together and it looks horrible even to me now i know that to most people there's no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that word never mind publicly on a podcast and i agree with that now i haven't said it in years but for a long time when i would bring that word up like if it would come up in conversation and stay instead of saying the n-word i would just say the word i thought as long as it was in context people would understand what i was doing i was also talking about how there's not another word like it in the entire english language because it's a word where only one group of people is allowed to use it and they can use it okay, in so anyway, many different we get it. ways. Thanks, Joe. Like, if a white um, person so says that word, it's What winds up
7: happening now is Spotify has reacted to yet this. So, over the COVID misinformation, they said that they weren't going to get rid of Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. So, now you have this. Now you have this montage going around talking about the amount of times on the show Joe Rogan has said the N word. So, here's what the head of Spotify uh, said He goes, Well, I strongly condemn what Joe said. I realize some will want more. I want to make one point very clear. I do not believe that silencing Joe is the answer. We should have clear lines uh, around content and take action when they are crossed, but canceling voices is a slippery slope. Uh, He goes on to say that... He's had talks with Joe Rogan about, quote, some racially insensitive language. Uh, And then following that discussion, uh, they dumped, I think it was 70 or so podcasts from Joe Rogan's archives where he uh, um, where he not only used that word, but like other things or guests had said something. Uh what are your thoughts on this? Because we got a lot more to get to here because this goes way beyond Joe
10: Rogan now. <laughs> Shem was like
3: he's sat up like yeah early on wanting to say something. Go ahead, Shem.
10: Yeah, I don't know. This this is this is tough because um he's right. There is absolutely no context in which a non-black person should ever use that word, let alone seventy times yeah. in a podcast. And it's important to note, I mean, I listened to Joe Rogan's podcast, um, and a lot of those times uh that word was not used. Uh, as a way to just to describe something he, he's saying the word he's he's saying it fully out and and it's just you just can't do it and this notion that he's somehow being canceled mm-hmm. is crazy. Joe Rogan has the biggest podcast in the entire world and it's on Spotify which is which by the way is a huge huge platform. So
7: then we then we all go. I'm going to come back to you in a second Mm show. Then we get to everybody then digging up all the old Howard Stern stuff because if you remember Howard Stern was extremely critical of Joe Rogan Mm -hmm. over the COVID stuff and then over the weekend timelines were filled with old footage of Howard Stern in blackface saying the N word during a bit where he was lampooning years ago Ted Danson at the Friars Club when he was with Whoopi Goldberg did blackface. So that video then came out and, and it was a big, well, if Joe, then what about Howard? But then that brings us to The Rock, because after the COVID stuff the happened, Rock. after the COVID stuff happened, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, after Joe Rogan's initial apology, Dwayne went into the comments and said, great stuff here, brother. Perfectly articulated. And then he said that he couldn't wait to come on one day uh, and break out some tequila with you, meaning I can't wait to do your show. This was after the COVID thing. This was mm-hmm. after the COVID apology so then oh people God. start pointing out this montage of joe rogan saying the n-word to the rock and then the rock says thank you so much for this uh, i hear you as well as everyone on here 100 i was not aware of his n-word use prior to my comments but now i've become educated and his complete on his complete narrative i'm learning uh moment to moment mahalo brother have a great weekend and stay productive then people started going through then people started going through The Rock's Pass because there's a (gasps) clip of The Rock Okay, saying the N-word and not no. like that anybody would care, right, during an interview. And then they were putting up a clip of where The Rock is on WWE and he's looking at another wrestler doing one of those things in the middle of the ring where he's talking and doing his whole rock thing. Yeah. And he goes, do you understand me? Maybe I should say it in Chinese. And then The Rock yells into the microphone gibberish that just sounds like some made-up Chinese language. So then they were going at The Rock for that. Oh
6: my
7: then, it then, brings, then there's more. then we get to aquafina
6: what did
3: aquafina do now so
7: based on the rock now getting called out for doing um asian speak yeah people then went to aquafina who does has always been accused of doing black speak in her movies shem
10: Yeah, Aquafina. It's (laughs) yeah. She she has that sort of accent thing that she does, and then she went ahead and uh, quit Twitter. Yeah. So here
7: is Aquafina from an interview a little while ago, where somebody Um, somebody brought somebody brought up that the accusations that she does sort of black talk in her in her movies. This is her explanation.
5: Um, you know, I I I'm open to the conversation. I think I think it you know it it's it, it really is something that um i think is is a little bit multifaceted and and layered um
10: and so yeah
7: Okay, not prepared at all for that question mm, Shem you didn't, want to say something yeah, real quick? Uh, what,
10: what she does is she's being accused of black scent black so that's scent that's
7: what it's called black scent mm. uh, so she yeah so she wrote a big apology and then she said that she is quitting Twitter she said uh, retiring from Twitter she goes uh, to be clear I'm not retiring uh, from movies I'm retiring from the ingrown toenail that is Twitter not retiring from anything else even if I wanted to and I don't drunkenly hit someone with a shoehorn and now escaping as a fugitive uh, also I'm a Available on all other social platforms that don't tell you to kill yourself.
3: You better not say and then.
7: And, no, that's really okay. it.
3: Oh, wow.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
7: podcast. Uh, Pete Davidson called Kim Kardashian his girlfriend for the first time. Ooh. Oh, my God. Uh, so Pete was doing an interview with People TV, I guess, asking about what his days are like, how he spends his time, what being famous is like, all that stuff. And he casually drops the G word um, when referring to how he likes to spend his days. Listen to this.
1: Well, I don't really have uh, Instagram. I don't have Instagram or Twitter or any of that stuff. So, like, most of my daily life is, like, getting into cars and
10: showing up to a set. Or I just, like, if I'm off, I just either hang with my friends or chill with my girlfriend inside. Oh. My life's zero oh. affected at
7: all. I mean, like, once in a while someone will scream something at you or like, you know,
8: it might be hard to get like Dunkin' Donuts. But other than that, it's pretty, it's pretty fine. It's not like, it's not awful. Like it could be way worse.
3: Like just casual. just so casual. Chill. I will say
14: it was funny in the interview just before this, uh, the interviewer pointed out behind him, she's like, is that a Kim Kardashian prayer cl- candle right behind you? Cause he didn't clean up. And there was like a, a Kim Kardashian prayer candle with her face on it. Of course. As you, as you do. Right? Why Got, wouldn't you? Got
3: to support your boo.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not official merch or anything like that, but, you know, I like having it around. That was a
0: knockoff I picked up on Canal Street. <laughs> Makes me feel good. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
7: Uh, Zendaya is defending uh, the HBO series, her HBO series Euphoria, after um, it was accused of glorifying teen drug use. So uh, Dare released a statement in late January where they called out Euphoria. Uh, for choosing to quote misguidedly glorify and and erroneously depict high school student drug use, addiction, anonymous sex, violence, and other destructive behaviors as common and widespread in today's world. And then so Zendaya was doing an interview with Entertainment Weekly where she said, our show is in no way a moral tale to teach people how to live their life or what they should or should not be doing. If anything, the feeling behind euphoria or whatever we have always been trying to do with it is to hopefully, help people feel a little less alone in their experience and their pain and maybe feel like they're not the only one going through it or dealing with it. Uh, at the time, so that is uh, Zendaya. Um, do you watch watch that show at all? Mm-mm. No, I know you, know? you
10: and. Shem, I watched the. I watched, fr- it I watched. I really
7: enjoyed the first season. I didn't pick it up after that. I will. Mm. I will. What season I'll, uh, is it now? I don't know. Season, season
10: two. 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 And oh, let okay. me tell you, the uh, episode on Sunday night is going to absolutely not just not not just get her a nomination, but win Zendaya another Emmy. I think sure. she oh. should win. I think she should absolutely. always. win. She's the best. Yo, she
3: man. is so good.
10: Yeah.
7: Yeah, no, she's the most talented young actor working mm-hmm. right now, full stop. Like, no questions.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
7: Um, hey, Dammit Maury, listen to this. Uh, according to a new study, an extra 1.2 hours of sleep a night may help you lose weight.
14: Oh, man, and I didn't get to sleep till 3 a.m. I got half an hour of sleep.
7: Listen to this. A a new study finds that getting more sleep each night can actually facilitate weight loss, how this works, Um, and that sufficient sleep is crucial, a crucial ingredient to overall health and well-being. We know that, but how do you lose weight by sleeping more? Well, here's the deal. Mm -hmm. By increasing your sleep by about an hour a night, Mm -hmm. study participants reduced their caloric intake by an average of 270 calories a day. Mm -hmm. I so, don't know what that so, means. So they're saying they're saying, uh, listen, Chompers, okay, you're eating too much. <laughs> just spend an hour sleeping, so you're yeah, not but, so eating. So can you eat
14: more, right. so if, if no, you sleep more? No,
7: basically what you're doing is you're just depriving your awake life one extra hour of not eating. So it's not really like the sleep helps. No. It's that you're...
3: you're. So you stop eating, fatty.
7: Yeah, you're not <laughs> conscious for a full hour and able to eat. They say, quote, yeah. our findings suggest that getting sufficient sleep could be a game changer in our battle with the obesity epidemic in society. According to the research, uh, the amount could translate to 26 pounds over three wow. years. Wow, Over three years. Uh, the study is in line with prior research connecting sleep deprivation and disruptions in appetite regulation and weight gain. I I always feel so, thinner yes. on
14: vacation and weekends because you sleep. Sleep. That's why. There you go. Right? And yeah. Although you- around here, I just went to go and get a bag of chips and a chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. It's and- breakfast time, man. It's morning. I know, but the uh, the debit machine thing connected to it is is broken. So
3: <laughs> yeah, right now okay. it's. Okay, so maybe the fun, the funds in your account. It's an yeah. error. Okay, so, so maybe we add that
7: to the list, like an extra 1.2 hours of sleep, and find a vending machine that's not working. Yeah, like surround yourself, <laughs> surround yourself with like mal, mal, malfunctioning uh, food dispensaries. <laughs> gotta,
6: like I don't. She called right there. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's time for Ask
3: Roz and Mocha. Paige, hey, how you doing?
11: Hello, I'm good, thanks. How are you?
3: Good. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thank you. So, what's your question?
11: Uh, my question is.
5: During all the banter and joking around on the show with each other, has anyone ever said something that hurt or offended another person so badly or taken a joke a little too far that they needed to apologize?
3: No. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, uh, I don't think between you and I.
7: No, no, no. No, but here's the difference, though, is that. When I say something like if you go if you go back and like actually go and listen to the the podcasts, I have a hundred times um, said terrible things that were probably too far to say, Maury. But the difference is is that I apologize immediately. <laughs> Right, Right. like I don't, I don't go back after. Like nobody has ever called someone after the show and said, "Hey, you know, sorry, that was a little too. uh, Maybe we should have. I don't know, Maury. How do you feel?" I was going to
14: say, I'm still waiting for that call.
7: Yeah, yeah, no, no. (laughs)
3: I've, I've,
14: what about the time when Mocha blocked me and then I almost like didn't come in that day? But that was, but that wasn't on the show though, right? No, it
3: ended up on the show.
14: No, but no, it ended
7: up on the show, but it didn't start on the show.
3: I still have a screen grab of that.
7: Right, like it didn't, it didn't start on the show.
3: Let go of stuff. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know what this therapist that you've seen is telling you, dog. Oh <laughs> yeah. right? no, I haven't.
7: He's retired. Yeah, oh. Marty's therapist retired. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why things have, have been sort of the same for the last little while. Uh, but no, I'll did apo- I ever apologize I say, that right morning? there, right there. I, I Ross. Never really did. Yeah, yeah. I like never did right? Like right no. there. Yeah, exactly. No, I'll apologize in the moment. Mm-hmm. But I rarely apologize afterwards. Like some, like if I say something awful that I think is too far, um, I know it as soon as the words. I know it before the words come out of my mouth, and then I say them anyway. And then <laughs> and then I just, just to get it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when I know You're choking
3: back on one right now right. like <laughs> like kind of I know escape.
7: I know like I'll give you I'll give you a great example of this I'll give you a great example of this right like anytime somebody says anything about a sort of uh relationship or divorce or breakup or mm. done me wrong uh, and I immediately look at Shem now I know it, <laughs> now Okay. Now, okay don't bring me into this okay. now I know, I know what I'm going to say and then I say it but I apologize right immediately, after right. immediately oh. after I apologize so, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say like to, have I ever been hurt um, no I've never I've never taken anything that anybody has ever said to me or about me on this show home with me like I I've I may have been kind of like not hurt but Oh, yeah? Like, you kind of feel like, oh, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's mainly, like, nothing that I don't think any of you guys have, have ever said. It's, it's you know, somebody will say something we'll on the, on the phone time. or you can try all you want, Maury. <laughs> you do not have the skills, brother.
14: Oh, see? Right there. Apologize. <laughs> Twice. I'm defending
7: sentence. myself. I'm defending myself. Uh, have you ever felt, Mocha, that no. anybody has ever said anything to you? No. no. And, Ma- and Maury, like, realistically, without, like, doing a bit here, um... Have you ever no, I'm not
14: f- going to go down the emotional, you know, train track, but there's been times, sure.
7: Like, is there a time that you can recall? That
14: may have be, been the smartest thing I've ever said, mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, but
7: you screwed up the end of it though. Just then, when you started that next sentence, no, but that doesn't you're count. for more, the first You're sentence. good for one sentence, huh?
14: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you got Third one. You
7: got, you got you got you got one in you, <laughs> Max. Uh, but has there ever been anything that you felt like that happened on the show, not something that happened off the show?
14: Oh, on the show, no. Yeah. Like I, I'm the type of like I actually love being made fun of, and right. I, I love just because I still feel that you make fun of those that you love at least that's what i say to myself
7: i i will say <laughs> this i have bared a lot of the brunt for the, the sort of perceived um, nastiness to maury right i'll, I'll say that i might get i over the years i had dms and people say stuff to me and everything else yeah i am so like in those moments one i i really don't engage and i uh, there's nothing i can say that's going to change somebody's mind so i usually don't comment on it but the only thing is in those moments i I would say a good 80% of the time, the thing that they're pissed off about Mm -hmm. or the thing that they're pissed off at me about for saying to Maury was 100% Maury's idea.
3: Right. Do you know
7: what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like, Hey, can we do this today where this is the design of that thing that we do on the show? Or is that Maury's going to look a certain way and then I'm going to say something to him. Right. Mm. Like it's, it's his, it's his idea. And then only I'm the one that then has to, do battle with people over Maury's idea. But you don't take because, it home with you. No, because I'm so protective of everything on the show. I don't tell them that, right? Like, I would totally, never say yeah. that was all Maury's idea. He's all, like, I'll just never do and that. And that was just a
3: reaction to no, it. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I
7: would never I would never do that. But those things do make me feel bad, is that when something is planned and it's deliberate and it is, like, w- the execution was perfect, where we all yeah. thought it was great and we all felt really, really dynamite about it afterwards, it, when they come on and, and say something Thing, say something like that
3: yeah does that answer your question page it does thank you very much thank you appreciate you thanks uh deborah asks roz had mentioned how he's a writer and enjoys writing is there anything besides the show that roz has written for other shows movies etc
7: movies anything i'm working on a secret screenplay over here
3: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know you're very busy. During the day. Um, I am very are busy. You? I am very what?
7: Working on a secret screenplay? Yeah. You don't know what my secrets are, no, Maury. No, am I in it? Are you in oh, it? Oh
3: God, that's the only reason why he wants <laughs> exactly. to know, huh?
7: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I could. I could write a screenplay. <laughs> yeah. I could write a screenplay about a guy named Maury who looks just like Maury, right? Who is the worst person, like a pedo murderer, everything else, right? <laughs> yeah. And 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 really and like and and really like gets it in the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like really like he. He really gets what's coming to him. Like there's a full investigation, and then like it's the it's the the old victim from years ago, and that that Maury like you know uh, assaulted like before they put him in the insane the asylum. Murray, yeah. The character Maury, right? And like all this stuff. Like he would look just like Maury too. He would be called Maury. Probably had a background in radio. I would even give make him like give him a, a best friend named Matthew, yeah. right? You, you know what I mean? Or yeah, an imagine imaginary that Frank. yeah an imaginary friend named Matthew, right? <laughs> I I could I could write this screenplay. <laughs> Right? Yeah. I could write this screenplay where in the end, like Maury just gets annihilated in the end. Uh-huh. He would read that. And find it so flattering. It. <laughs> it's
3: like, oh my God, I'm in the movie. Right. You know what I
7: mean? <laughs> Guys, they made they made a movie about me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you would you're so into show business and you're so desperate to like uh, you know, be part of that world that you would find all of that flattering. I guarantee you. Um, but no, I so didn't the role? I did not write a screenplay based around uh, based around Maury. Maybe I should. Maybe I should do that. No, I spend most of my day. No, writing. you know what
3: Maury would hate? What? If you wrote a screenplay and it was like loosely based on your life or just something and you didn't and you left like anything that had to do with the real life Maury just completely out of it. Like he doesn't even exist in the script. No, the worst
14: part would be if it was completely about Maury, look like Maury and you cast someone else. Oh, he's not talking about casting you, though. You're not
7: acting, Maury.
14: You're not an actor. You can't act. Um, I have an IMDB with like five credits on it.
7: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but I would say that um, uh, with, with the writing stuff, no, I'm just writing. I just write constantly. That's all I do. Is I'm just, I'm, I'm just writing stuff, man. I just, just write mind stuff. It's own business. Like, mind is it a diary? Mind like, your own business. A diary? No, I journal. Yeah, I go home every day and I journal. <laughs> Lauren, okay. Today was very productive. Okay. <laughs> 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 you know, I there's nothing wrong with that, okay? Men who journal. There's nothing. There's no, there's no shame. Yeah, in I, that. I, I do it the time. I would be, I would write Maury, I would write a movie and, and I would make Maury, I wouldn't make him a pedo because that, I don't know how many tickets he'd sell for that movie. Um, zero. But zero. Um, but I would make Maury, I would put Maury in a movie and the thing about the character, the one sort of identifying thing about the character uh, is that nobody finds him funny.
3: <laughs> That's great.
7: <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It would be the story of like, just like some guy where you, you know maybe it's like almost like the sixth sense where you know when he finds out that he's dead this whole time right like it would be like it's that spoiler, where, where, right? where maury just goes maury just goes through life and it's either people don't get his joke like every every time he says something it's just always a look of confusion on any sure. everybody else's face <laughs> and dismiss him. like and just dismiss him yeah so like real yeah. life yeah no come on now more
3: i'm just looking at uh because you, you mentioned imdb oh yeah. you want
14: oh thank you dude uh, <laughs> why?
7: Why? Thanks for bumping up my eye. Thanks
14: for letting me promote my IMDb on the podcast, it guys. This is my star value. Hey
7: guys, let me promote my. Can I come on to promote my IMDb?
14: <laughs>
3: thanks for the support. Thanks. Let's see here. Yeah, he was uh, in uh, Private Eyes, which we know with mm-hmm. Jason Priestley. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played Jason Phillips. Mm-hmm. Listed on Murdoch Mysteries oh. as passerby. Yeah. Right. Uh, Frankie Drake Mysteries,
14: mm-hmm. yeah.
3: listed as Stagehand. Yeah. Yeah. Hudson and Rex,
6: mm-hmm.
3: listed as an Orderly.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: And then last year, Pretty Hard Cases, yeah. listed as Enrique's Driver.
14: Have you ever, have they given you, you done a character with a name yet more? With the one for, uh, with Jason Phillips. Who's Jason Phillips? That was my character oh, Private in Private Eyes. Oh,
7: your name was Jason Phillips? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, so you've done one where they get, that's your... got to be a big deal when you look at the, the call sheet and your character has a name. Right, to, as opposed to as opposed to a guy with chips,
14: <laughs> <laughs> and, Fra- and uh, right? was it and um, and was it Frankie Drake mysteries? My name was at the beginning credits. No, no, no. I mean a character name. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm just saying. And also, I was in the beginning credits. Like they something.
7: put they they put Dan and Maury, like at the beginning of the show, like yeah. in the opening credits. That's a big deal. and special My guest appearance to negotiate by. Negotiate that really? Yeah. Like how much how much pay did you not take in order to have that? <laughs>
14: I don't know what they talked about behind the scenes. Uh,
7: yeah. What did you make for that? People want to know what show business is like. What's well, an actor thing? Okay, so when you when you go and do something like this, like you go and do a scene, uh, you know, on Hudson and Rex or a scene on Private Eyes, you're there for the day. It's like you're. It's not a multiple day shoot kind of thing. It's like one day. Like one day, and and you get paid for that. Like your name is in the opening scene of the credits, for instance, mm-hmm. right? Like, what do you get paid for
9: that?
14: Like six, seven hundred bucks. Yeah. Shit, Yeah. Bad. yeah.
7: That's crazy, right? You know yeah. what I mean? You're on a television. Your name is in the credits. Like to me, oh, if your you name think that's is, low. I think that's low. For me, if your name is in the credits of an op- the opening of any show, you should every, that person should be making more than seven hundred dollars for that. Yeah. And am I nuts for that? That's like when you find out that all these Marvel stars and like people have done these giant movies. The first movie that they did, they made like, you know, sixty thousand dollars. Yeah. It, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. And and the movie, you know, the movie made, you know, hundred and fifty million dollars. It's crazy.
3: Well, look at that! There you go, Maury. I uh, hyped up, pumped up your IMDb.
14: Oh my gosh! Thank you. My star rating.
3: Uh, Sam says here for Wordle. So you guys all play Wordle. I don't. Every day. Yeah. Uh, for Wordle, do you start with the same word every day or mm. choose randomly? Great question.
14: No, oh, randomly for me.
3: Oh, you could tell because Maury sends. Maury will send through in the group chat. All three of you: you, Roz, damn it, and Shem will send through. Um, you show your work. You show your work, right. basically, but uh, without the words, right? Right. And it shows you like how many attempts it took for you to get but the that, word right. Y- but then David Mori will do that and follow it up with what all of his words were in his attempt. Right.
14: Roz, I just sent you mine from today. Okay, hold on here. Where are we? I can, let me find this.
6: But it's so weird.
3: Even when you get letters that show that those letters are not in the word... You will continue to use those letters, and sometimes the letters in the same spot, Maury.
7: Yeah, he does that a lot. I like did it, that
14: on on Sunday. If they tell, tell him it,
7: if they tell him there's no S, he'll keep that S in that same spot all day.
3: Yeah.
6: <laughs> like like do you think it's gonna I change his mind? one I sent you for
14: Sunday, Roz, Read the one that starts with donut. I just realized now I used L in the wrong spot three times. Hold on here. Um Where are we here?
7: Okay, so. So donut was your first word. Is that one? Yeah. And then donut and water. What, do you, what were you dreaming about that night, man? You woke up.
15: <laughs> donut,
7: water, and then milks.
6: <laughs> milks? <laughs>
7: donut, yeah, donut, water, and milks. Um, okay, so they told Maury that the I and the L were in the wrong spot. Maury then did three more words <laughs> with the I and the L in that exact same spot. I don't spot. know.
3: Come on, man. You got to be doing this on purpose now. No,
7: I'm just trying to find a word with green. Okay. And then so milks and then kills and then silly and then skill.
3: Oh, was skill the word? Yeah.
7: Yeah, silly. So, donut, water, and milks is how Morgan started his. (laughs) Uh, uh, Shem, what's your strategy? What do you normally start with?
10: I've got, uh, for me, the the key is always to pick a five-letter word that has five different letters. Mm -hmm. That's my key. So, whether the word is ready or right or whatever. Or milks. (laughs) 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 Um, I always go with with a five-letter word that has five completely different letters. That way, I, you know, I, I, um, I, uh. What's the word? What am I looking for? I essentially, what's the <laughs> What's the wordle? No, but I'm using up as many letters as possible.
14: Have you ever done this? Have you got it wrong or not, didn't do that well on your phone, and then go to the, like, and if you have another phone or another computer, and then do it so that you get a better score and then Maury, post that one? Maury, Maury, do you think that we're double phone guys like, I don't
7: have two Yo. phones.
3: Also. I'm not one of those. You have, you get a hobby, man. You're
7: so used to cheating. Yeah. You try so and cheat yourself. No, I'm
3: asking if Shem did it. Stop. And you have a lot of time
10: right. on your hands. I refuse to cheat, man. No way. No, come on now. Do you have a, uh, a strategy? Yeah, I, I'm
7: sort of with Shem. You have to have two vowels in the first word. Mm. Um, and you got to try and use as many, you know, as you, as you can. I had great luck the other day with, I'm trying to remember what the word was. Because it's tough too, because you can sometimes take a chance on a double letter. We haven't had a double letter in Wordle in a long time, right? No, no, but we, no, but we had fun. one. But we had one the other day. Sunday, yeah. skill. Yeah, skill. skill. Right, and so I, um, my first time ever doing Wordle, the first word I put in was skull, right, and it really, really mm. worked for me. Um, but. You need to have you got it. You got to try and get rid of or confirm two vowels in that first word. I think that that's the that's the that's the key is you got to
3: make You got to use. <laughs>
14: but you, my you fear because on the one for today, I ran out of vowels and then I'm screwed. What do you mean you ran out of vowels? What? Because then it ended up being for like today's. Yeah. It ended up being two E's in the answer. But I, it took me a long time to figure that out because there are times where you'll write um, a word then delete it and try and figure out a, a different way before you hit enter.
7: Right. The, yeah, the one thing about Wordle that does screw you over is that if you get one letter right... They don't tell you that there may be another one of those right. letters in that word. They don't tell you that if it's doubled up
14: anywhere. And you often wouldn't try that,
7: right? Well,
14: I mean, yeah, you do,
7: but you just don't. Milk. <laughs> Milk. <Milks. laughs> I will say the one for today, Shem,
3: like killed it. Where you got it in two attempts. Two attempts, yeah. And your first attempt, your second, third, fourth, and fifth letter. Were all correct. Yeah. What was your first word today, Shem? Uh, older was my first
7: word today.
10: Older! Yeah.
7: And it was elder. elder. Oh, so annoying. Oh, my oh. God. Good for you. Mine was
14: hands. Uh, your first word was hands? I went hands, doggy, judge, rides, and then elder. Right. Yeah. So you got to do two vowels in that first word, though. Yeah, Mark. big time. Yeah, I always right? a yeah
7: hands. <laughs>
3: <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay, Katie asks this question. Uh, yeah. You're going to a dinner party and it's BYOB. What yes. drink are you bringing?
14: Um, like a wine.
3: I always go for like a red wine. That's something nice. Do you get pissed on. off
14: if they don't open it?
3: No.
7: No, no, no. Like, am I am I bringing it for myself or am I bringing it as yeah, a, like it's a B-Y- gift? No, BYOB. As, oh yeah, I'm not bringing red wine. Um, no, I will
14: um yeah normally something in cans yeah 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 i got speaking of, i got uh, i went a long time ago i was invited to a house party where it was like bring, around, <laughs> bring, snacks, to <laughs> <Yeah>. bring <laughs> snacks to share yeah bring snacks to share like a long time it was a ago you were invited night. to <laughs> a when? high school right no it was it was like work related okay who maury wait 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 yeah when you say work
3: related not work like here, you mean Matthew's work related?
14: No, it was I worked with it was it was at Corey Kim's house. Yeah, and so how I, many years ago was this? It was like fifteen years ago. Okay, yeah. and so I showed up, and I got Marty I'm wants. so excited. Okay. I'm like, oh my god, I got invited to movie night, and it's like bring snacks, right? Yeah. So I showed up with a like a snack sized bag of popcorn and one can of Coke. <laughs> To this day, he brings it. I was like, you're supposed to bring stuff to share. Yeah, I brought one can of Coke. One can of Coke. That is so you, though. You were expecting everyone to shove like 15 straws in there? No, I just thought you brought for yourself. Yeah.
3: See, this is the pro. This is because you don't go out much. That's the thing. Like you don't get invited places. No. Hey, more
7: was was that the last sort of
14: party you were invited to? Yes. (laughs)
3: Okay. (laughs) What movie
6: was it?
14: Oh, uh, Judge Dredd.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
14: Marty's go. showing up to Guys Night, Judge Dredd. <laughs> <laughs> one can of Coke. No. One, one,
7: one can of Coke in his <laughs> pocket. It's warm. Saturdays for the boys.
3: Right? <laughs> <laughs>
7: Yeah. Man, you know what? More Honestly, if you showed up to my house with one can of Coke and it accidentally like spilled on your pants, I wouldn't even give you something to clean up with. <laughs> if it spilled on your pants, I'd say use your shirt.
6: <laughs>
7: you know what I mean? You bring one can of warm Coke to my house.
6: That's Uh-oh. what you're
7: getting.
3: Um, okay, we'll end on this question here from Kate. How do you... Uh, I'll just spell the word and then you guys say it, okay? We'll start with you, Roz. Mm-hmm. A-D-D-R-E-S-S.
7: I don't even know what you said again. Say it again.
3: A-D-D-R-E-S-S. <laughs> A- A- yeah.
7: Okay, address.
3: Okay, Shem, how do you say it? I say address. Yeah, Mori? Address. Yeah, I also say address. No, you don't. What are you talking about?
7: Okay, What's so, the address?
3: What's your address? What's your address? Address. Enter I think your I, address. I, I think I say address.
7: I will say address if I'm talking about addressing somebody.
3: Oh, like
14: talking to them?
3: But where a person lives, you will say address. Do I say address? I think I say address. Because when I read the word, the the way it sounds in my head is address. Can you
14: send me your address? Yeah. Yeah, my address is... Hi, I'm your Uber driver. What's your address? My
3: address is...
7: I bet you. You give me enough time, I'm going to catch all of you saying address. No, i no, guarantee it
3: i guarantee that in five minutes from now you will forget that this conversation <laughs> <didn't happen>. <laughs> <laughs> and
7: i'll and i'll and i'll never address yeah. it again
3: <laughs>
6: hey. 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 thank you so
3: much for all of your comments and your questions keep them coming in uh, every week we'll post on instagram at kiss925 you'll see the photo that reads ask rosmoga this is where we get the questions from and like uh, y'all y'all,
7: y'all say what's your internet address you don't say address? Who says internet address?
6: <laughs>
7: yeah. Well, we used to. Come to this year, buddy. <laughs> Listen, the show was over. I don't know why yeah. I even brought that up. Okay? I was I, I was I was, cle- I was in the clear. How's was, it going was, over there in, in ninety eight? Shush shush shush. <laughs> I was shut in Shut up, the clear. Judge oh, Trent. Look like at the guy yeah, the guy who was invited to one party fifteen years ago and still won't shut up about it. <laughs> right?
3: <laughs> no, guys. It was the greatest party ever.
7: The reason why Maury can't pronounce a dress is because no one's ever given them the dress. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it was so good. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10.
1: On KISS 92.5.
0: KISS 92.5.com.
1: Or download the KISS 92.5 app.